Network on The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA on your radio, directly on your app at abq.fm, on the computer at rockoftalk.com, and on your TV for Roku, Amazon Fire, and Apple Plus at rockoftalk.tv and rockoftalk.tv on your computer as well. D.D. Musk, hour one. How are you, sir? Well, I have good news for our listening audience, ladies and gentlemen. For the first time. You're getting married? Since, oh yeah, please. <laughs> for the first time since March 2020, Michelle Lujan Grisham, Grisham is not in the state of New Mexico. What? Where did Yay. she go? Where did, where did she go, Dow? Uh, well, it says in the, uh, you, you can always trust the Albuquerque Journal, right? Oh, my uh, God. It says on Thursday, that's them. today, at the invitation of the president, that would be uh, Joe Sleepy Biden. She is participating in a White House meeting about federal COVID-19 relief measures. It is the marks the first time that Michelle Lujan Grisham has left since the pandemic hit in March. Was that part of the press release that she's... You know, Elvis has left the building. That's her Elvis has left the building moment, yeah, right? Yeah. And you don't have to come back, sweetheart, if you don't want to. We're, we're, we'll, we'll go down fine without you. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Hit the road, Jack. <laughs> don't you come back no more. No mo. Well, don't you we, just feel like it's just it's uh, happier and lighter? I feel, lighter. I, feel lighter. I feel 180 pounds lighter. <laughs> is that what about? Is that how much you weigh? <laughs> four yeah. foot ten. Ask, Six ask foot, seven say. foot, four foot ten bunch. <laughs> right there she is. So uh, uh, anyway. Yeah. Oompa, loompa, doompita, if you... That, seriously, that, that is her. Yep. He's right there, folks. Now. Here we are. Is this the first uh, Freedom Day, Rudy? Are we going to have a couple of restaurants that are open? We're going to do something special for restaurants? Absolutely. If you know of a restaurant, and if there's a restaurant we can help, we want to help you. And trust me, there is a lot of people who are very loyal to me and Dowd and Rudy and we will literally flood your restaurant with a number of people who will go and, with their monies, with their ducats, show up, and they can't wait to go ahead and uh, spend money at your place. We, of course, have Joe's Pasta House, uh, Mon- Monroe. Oh, they had meatloaf last night, Eddie. It was dark. How it was, was that? Did you go there? there? Yeah. Did you get to sit down or did you take it out? I know. I sat down in the restaurant, enjoyed a well, see, nice the about the restaurants now is, is maybe... Do we want to warn people to call ahead because the demand is so pent up and they only have 25%? Can you reserve us your table ahead of time? Or I mean, you <laughs> Some know, places we'll let you do that, yeah, but... Okay. Yeah. There we go. So we'll we'll get into all that. But uh, first and foremost, just in case you thought we uh, left the building, the state of New Mexico continues at a excoriating pace, excoriating pace of homicides here in the state of New Mexico... And it doesn't look good, especially, specifically, and of course, right here in the Kiva, we have been keeping track of this stuff. I just sent this out, and I have to tell you, I'm a little bit worried because we are now over 20 murders on the year. Yeah, it doesn't look good. I know, Dowd, you've been researching that. KOB Channel 4, 5 in the last seven days is what we've been looking at. We're not even a full moon fever here. Fourth homicide investigation launched in the last 36 hours. There's not going to be anybody left in the Duke City, I think, folks. Yeah, well, I'm, I've got my bulletproof vest on, in addition to my uh, sidearm right there. We'll talk about that. Are you brandishing uh, it? <laughs> yes, we'll Brandish. talk about that uh, as uh, as well. It's not good. Uh, I was talking to my friend a little bit earlier today, and we'll, of course, get with Murder Mike and, you know, talk about the hug-a-thug approach to, um, a, you know, our criminals here. I mean, we love our thugs. That's what we're going to do. We... We can't get enough of these guys. Albuquerque police have launched their second su- second homicide investigation today. 
This is according to Hobie Channel 4 by the web staff. What does web staff mean? Should I call you web staff, Dowd? Yeah, I'm, you like that? Staff, yeah. I'm just going to refer to you as web Someday staff. I hope to be a web master, but I'm only a web <laughs> staff for now. <laughs> Dowd, Dowd is no longer Dow 3000. He's web staff. He's what web, is the webmasters? Remember, that was a, you, you used to be the webmaster for your company. Uh, Everybody's went, a webmaster I think now. he went down with a guru. Oh, the guru. Yeah, yeah. The guru. The, yes. guru, the, life the guru and the webmaster yes. went, down, went, the, went the same way. <laughs> Police said investigations are on the scene after investigators are on the scene after someone was found dead inside a home at Jade Avenue in Northeast Albuquerque near San Pedro and San Francisco. Now, just in case you guys are thinking of Northeast Heights, that's not really Northeast Heights. It's just to the other side of Central. Um, information limited at this time, uh, according to this uh, report, it's the fifth police investigation so far this week. If I'm not mistaken, the week starts on Sunday. Five since Sunday. I believe that's one for every day of the week. Uh, absolutely unbelievable. And our homicide meter, Murder Mike, will give us that during the bottom of the second hour, which is going to push more than 20 homicides on the year. I mean, it is an unbelievable pace. We're not even in the middle of February at this point. If you're just going to go ahead and, and count those numbers going to the end of the year, we're well on pace for 175 plus, and it doesn't look good for a re-election um, a deal for um, one mayor, Tim Keller. Be a shame. <sighs> be a shame if somebody. So there we go. Um, there's a lot that can be done. Not much is being done. Uh, what about the actual chief of staff, the chief of police, uh, which I. Think is supposed to be Mr. Molina or Medina or uh, what's his name? Medina, isn't it? Yeah, Harold Medina. Yeah, interim. Medina. interim. Yeah, so he's interim right now, but uh, this, the fix seems to be in to go ahead and and name him. Well, I mean, he's doing such a wonderful job. I mean, obviously, you know, look at so the this is something that we have been talking about ad nauseum. We're almost you know blue in the face, unfortunately, talking about the number of murders here in the city of Albuquerque. And there's some something that should or could or would have been done at this point to prevent these number of murders. But somehow, under Mayor Keller, who... When was his last pre press conference? Today. Really? But yeah. it was COVID, not crime. It was, yeah, he blamed it all on COVID. Oh, oh are people Wait, shooting, the crime, are he people blamed the COVID on crime other? or the crime on COVID? Yeah, somebody <laughs> asked him about the crime, and he says, it's all, it's a COVID problem. Oh, it's a COVID problem. Okay. No. That's what he said. That can't be true. Rudy, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna offer some sort of editorial stance on what you're saying. <laughs> that is not, uh, not true at this point. Yeah, I think you're definitely paraphrasing. And um, as much as I'd love to believe that, I don't think that they're blaming the number of murders here in the city of Albuquerque on COVID. You no, know, the rise in crime is what he said. The rise in crime is because, due to COVID. Yeah, because people are all distressed and they don't know what they're doing. And some people, it's the health, mental wow, health is issues. is Tim Keller firing from the hip? Is he just, like, slinging it? You know, he's got policy and opinions. Well, right was it? Is he a talk radio ho uh, host <laughs> now? Is, is, that, is, that who, is that who he is? It was a question to him, so I think, you know, it was not part of his script. So I, I think you're right. He's just shooting from the hip. So we've got some real danger, obviously, here in the city of Albuquerque. We have to do something about it. You have an opportunity to do something about it. I believe there are uh, four or five of the seats that are up for election this year. Is that one three five seven nine? Is that yeah, odds or I think it is four. Yeah, one three five seven nine. So if your city council is one three five seven nine, you have a chance to reelect somebody. Um, and I would do so, especially in the year twenty twenty one, where seemingly things in the city of Albuquerque can't get much worse. Now, just in case you think that this is just a local problem, 
we have to talk about a uh, financial situation uh, across the country. We are sitting on this bubble. Have you noticed how weird it is to hear the top of the hour news and you're listening to the Dow Jones Industrial Average? Well, it dropped seven. It dropped nine points. Well, it dropped three points. I'm like, what's with these single-digit swings? Mm-hmm. I mean, there is no swing whatsoever. Things are just kind of staying right where they are. I believe that these companies, micro, MAGAFT, as we're now including Tesla, with um, Elon Musk being the richest man now in the world, uh, we're looking at a Dow Jones Industrial Average uh, right around 31,300. Is that what it is? Uh, 31,430. 31,430. So not really switching much. NASDAQ at over 14K. S&P pushing over 4K, which really is the story that's out the, uh, uh, on the market. Apple, Microsoft, Google, etc. Well over $1.5 trillion each and every one of those uh, at this time. But we're sitting on a possibly the biggest stock market bubble in history. And when that thing bursts, I know Jim Cramer talked a lot about this, Dowd. Yeah. And uh, this is about to burst in, in the most obscene way. So these little three, five, seven, nine uh, changes in the market, this is going to explode. And we're going to be losing thousands of points, according to Jim Cramer and a number of other analysts that are out there, on the uh, Dow Jones Industrial Average. Well, give uh, give uh, Kramer credit. He's I think maybe he's trailing General Zanetti a little bit on this, but uh, he referred last night uh, to the market uh, starting to feel like a bit like a Kenny Loggins market. We're on, I'm going to say it, a highway to the danger zone. Wow. Oh, little Top Gun in 2021, yeah. uh, released 20, June 26th of, uh, of this year. Any more details uh, as people are looking at their 401ks and quite happy with them, despite the fact that they're not going to work. Does it feel weird? Does it feel strange that the fact that you're not going to work, yet the market is approaching 32000 at this point? Mm-hmm. It should. Because you're not more productive working at home in your under in your chones, hanging out at home. Hey, what's going on? Hey, uh, uh, the UPS guy came on. Hey, hold on a sec. I'm going to go get the package at the front of the door. Uber Eats is bringing me my Sonic. Hey, Sonics, <laughs> it's coming in. Coming in hot. Make sure it's hot. The tater tots and the uh, the, the cherry orange limeade. Oh, <laughs> uh, We could go on this all day. But nonetheless, uh, as those of you who are in being entertained on Roku, Amazon Fire, and Apple Plus, those are the places that seem to be really kind of blooming because they're expecting you to sort of run in place and stay right there. But that's not going to keep you away from this bubble that's happening in the market. And that, my friends, is disgraceful. So if you're going to do a little profit-taking, now is the time to do it. Better to pay the penalties, yank your money from the market, and I have to tell you, uh, prepare for the future because it's not looking very bright. I know uh, uh, Joe Biden uh, should be prioritizing what's actually happening uh, here in this country as the economic doldrums and the paralysis exists in the oil and gas uh, economy, uh, public uh, fracking completely eliminated. Uh, those leases will expire in anywhere from the next two to four years. That money taken off. I believe that will somewhere right around Memorial Day. Please correct me if I'm wrong on this. We'll be paying about four dollars, four dollars fifty for gas, uh, according to AAA. What do you What do you think, Dowd? Uh, yeah, you it's very likely, you know, put a headwind on, on the recovery. Uh, just quickly back to Kramer. Yeah, um, Kramer. Jerry. Um, in a frothy market, I mean, this is, he's basically saying what General Zanetti has been telling us for, what, months now? Yep. Uh, in a frothy market, stocks will have enormous rallies that are totally disconnected from what? The underlying fundamentals. That's a point the General makes all the time. Yep. Uh, you get enough of these moves, and you have to take something off the table, because just like when you pour yourself a beer, 
the froth doesn't last. Now, interestingly, interestingly enough, ladies and gentlemen, he singled out special purpose acquisition companies, SPACs, SPACs. which is oh, how Virgin like Galactic went Virgin public. Virgin Galactic. Yeah, we'll get so, into that uh, during very, our third hour. Very interesting. So good, good for Kramer. I mean, maybe he's sounding this warning a little... Late uh, listeners to the Rock of Talk have been hearing these concerns for maybe some time. Kramer is a listener. Maybe he's been listening to me talk about What is the name of uh, Joe yes, Biden? What yes. pronounce his name? Bacarena. Yeah, our new HHS secretary, Bacarena. So there you go. We'll talk about Chelsea Clinton, Virgin Galactic, Bill Clinton, and their interest in a state. Just like New Mexico. 550-5500 here in the Kiva on this beautiful, wonderful, warm Thursday afternoon. But that's not going to be right, Rudy Grande. We've got a chilly Sunday and uh, there's going to be no patio dining. Just in time. It must be like uh, 180-pound uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham got the notice uh, and realized we need to go ahead and open up indoors. She's got to have a place to go ahead and... Uh, you know, shut her in and uh, be able to eat. And uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham is where? DC? Where at? She's probably very uncomfortable. Okay, good. Oh. She's up out in DC, uh, very likely. So we'll take a quick break. 419 back and four, AM 1600 KIVA, rockoftalk.com, TV as well. Check us out on Roku, Amazon TV. You can check out the podcast on Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Apple iTunes. Back and forth. The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging, improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. Dad, I think we're in deep doo-doo. Is that why everyone keeps buying all the toilet paper? Actually, New Mexico culture is rich. Plus, Monroe's has red chili, green chili, and the best customers in the world to go with it. Boy, Dad, you must really love our customers. I sure do, just like I love you, Stella. Hey, what about me? Of course you too, Ava. Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with a purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403. Begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Linings. Great news! Ann Matthews Bridal just received the long-awaited Disney Fairy Tale Weddings Collection. Ann Matthews Bridal has been chosen to handle the premiere of this collection right here in Albuquerque. If you're needing a bridal gown, we look forward to showing this collection along with other top designer collections we carry. Call 890 890- 
390-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. And Matthew's Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. You've come to know Dr. Gardner. He is a major supporter of veterans in need of dental care. Veterans wonder if they can choose their dentist. Dr. Gardner says yes to veterans. Under the Choice Program, a veteran can choose any licensed dental provider in their community that accepts the VA's reimbursement. Dr. Gardner is the trusted veterans dentist in Albuquerque. Call Dr. Gardner at 828-2669. Vets need a dentist that can meet their needs. Call Dr. Gardner at 828-2669. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. Attention, attention. 82 Guns and Glock salute the veterans of New Mexico by offering reduced blue label pricing on all Glock blue label handguns from Memorial Day to Veterans Day. 82 Guns is the largest stocking blue label dealer in the state and is the only woman veteran owned firearm store in Albuquerque. For details, come into the store in the Riverside Plaza just north of Matano and Coors at 82guns.com or call 899-1144. That's 899-1144. All right, time to put things together. We're going to start with the weather looking kind of uh, nice out there. Uh, real nice. The blue skies and 63 degrees at Haynes Park in Rio Rancho. 61 at Ridgecrest Park, and it's 61 here at the Rock of Talk. All right, still struggling on uh, Paseo del Norte, westbound Wyoming to San Pedro. is going to be a struggle. Also, getting through that construction zone, it's just getting worse right now. Montano, if you are eastbound, get ready to pump the brakes. As you see, the left lane is all you can get by on from Renaissance up to I-25. The drive across River Bridge is still looking okay. Uh, looks like I-40 westbound. That looks like a great trip all the way across. And this traffic report is brought to you by Monty's Cigar Shop, Monty's on San Mateo, and Comanche, biggest humidor in the south in the southwest. Yeah, with all that temperature control, that creates the largest selection of blends and prices. And if you're not sure which is the best cigar of their 2,000 that are in there, just ask for Matt or anyone. They'll be glad to help you. Monty Cigar Shop on San Mateo, just north of Comanche. All right, we're up to date now. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. 425 here in the Kiva on this beautiful, sunny Thursday. Ready for a suntan, Dowd? We, we burn. We Irish burn, yeah. You never ask an Irish man if he's ready for uh, a Just a quick fact check. We, uh, there are actually five city councilors up for re-election in 2021, ladies and gentlemen. So there's a big chance to maybe change the government in the city of Albuquerque, and certainly we need it. So uh, Sina, uh, Lon Senna. Larissa Pena, Cynthia Borrego, Diane Gibson, and uh, Don Harris. One, two, three, Gibson, four, five. Gibson, and obviously Harris is not rerunning, will not get reelected. So I think there's uh, two R's right there. I think in central Albuquerque, where Diane Gibson is, mm-hmm. she will not get reelected. I think with what I'm doing in Congress, as my uh, run for Congress continues to increase, eddyaragon.com, that's E-D-D-Y-A-R-A-G-O-N. Please donate and uh, contribute and be a part of that um very exciting. I've got to talk about a lawsuit 
that I'm filing well, I'm in uh, federal court. Do you you, you want to <laughs> jump into that right away? But uh, I think that's going to change uh, Clarissa Pena's race. Oh, okay. Uh, as well. So, uh, and then what are the other two? Uh, Borrego. West side, Borrego. Uh, uh, Pena, Senna. Lon, Senna. So I think my race and what I'm doing in CD1 will end up changing the complexity of what happens in... And I'm going to make a bold prediction right now. There'll be Republican domination in the city council in 2021 on November... What was the date? Uh, November 2nd? So it'll be November 3rd of this year. So by the time that... Uh, Everybody takes their uh, sworn sworn oath. We'll have Republican dominant city council. I predicted this at 4:27 on Thursday, February the 11th, Dowd, <laughs> and I want you to know that because it I is. Kind of, I like that, that that part on No Country for Old Men. You can't stop what's coming. That's right, because uh, it is definitely coming. Well, I mean, okay, Republicans take control, but don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, two Republicans, Trudy Jones and Don Harris, voted for Albuquerque Rapid Transit. So I like Trudy Dowd. I will tell you, okay. having met her and having known uh, the the stuff that I do about her, I am a uh, and Rudy. I think you'd go some way towards this on. You'd feel that you'd really defend uh, Trudy Jones. She's very independent. Absolutely. Yeah, I think she's a, a good city council person, and she's voted mostly for the right things. I think she jumped on board because, you know, her and Richard Berry were handled by the same person, and this was, you know, their idea. But I don't know that Trudy jumped on board because she was on board with Albuquerque Rapid Transit. I think uh, Trudy, I think it's fair to say, Rudy, that she would... Uh, Trudy, Rudy... Trudy Rudy. Oh, Rudy. 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 Is that Trudy Fruity? Who did that? Little Richard? Yep. Trudy Fruity. Rudy Rudy. Trudy Trudy. Uh, so I think at this point, uh, I think if Trudy had a chance to recast her vote, I think she would not vote for the Albuquerque Rapid Transit. The $120 million boondoggle, but nowhere the likes of our third hour conversation about Virgin Galactic. 550 um, lots of stuff, lots of stuff moving around. I almost want to go directly into the write-up this morning on uh, Joe Monahan. Uh, Eddie, the mayor is part right. The COVID response, including the loss of basic enforcement, are part of the problem. But sidesteps is part of the equation. If MLG puts it together, he may need to rephase. I think there is almost zero chance at this point of the mayor getting reelected. I don't see the mayor getting reelected given the homicide numbers over the last two years. Uh, given his response, which has been in line, and he's been uh, non-existent. Is that fair to say? Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, I know uh, Rudy stated that he was, you know, out there up front, but, you know, the the mayor uh, or the 11th floor for New Mexico has been pretty much a dead-end job. Not since Pete Domenici, when he converted from city manager to become the first mayor, or I, I think it was right around 72, 73 when that happened, Go back and look it up. I don't think that anybody's ever come out of the mayor's office and and sought higher office successfully. Not at least, yeah, not at least in the last thirty years. Is that is that true? I can't remember one. Marty Chavez failed how many times? Oh, Mayor Marty. Mayor Marty ran for I think every single position he possibly could. Considered everything from governor to senator to uh, you know CD one at some point. I mean, you want to talk about a bona fide loser, I think it's Mayor Marty Chavez. Uh, I think a lot of people still feel like because we don't talk about the mayor and the mayor's race or even the mayor's position anymore that a lot of, you know, there's that funny thing 
Uh, what's what's that lady's name? The Burkenio? Bur- oh yes, Stuff Burkenios. Yeah, Stuff Burkenios. Yeah, she she said, hey, a mayor, <laughs> Marty, still the mayor. You know, uh, he wow. the mayor. he's like always the mayor. Is he like always <laughs> the mayor? It like hasn't been the mayor for how Lynette, many years? Lynette, I think her name is. Yeah, what's Lynette? her name? Lynette. Yes. Yeah, she's a comedian. She yeah. also uh, tosses a mean beer. I think over at uh, at the old uh, Tractor Brewing, yeah. which, by the way, can now go to twenty five percent. If I'm not mistaken, the uh, Tracting bur- uh, Brewery PR guy is now the PR person. For uh, all three, all things Burkenio and the city of Albuquerque. So, uh, Beach Minichi left the mayor's office in March 1970. So we're going 70. way back before okay. I was born. So, yeah, that was a long time. Dowd, you were you weren't alive in 70. I was not. I was uh, born. You uh, could read many many, many years uh, later. It's <laughs> a great many, decade. Many, many. Diane Gibson, uh, the ogre. Ogre is a nightmare. Made her district into Skid Row with diminished quality of life and CABQ. Open spaces, especially bike paths and the parks. She is a uh, gruesome uh, creature, no doubt about it. Uh, I remember her stopping in on the... Remember the former place where I was at, uh, Rudy? Yes. Yeah, and they wanted to expand everything. They turned everything from two lanes, Dowd, into one lane oh, yeah, with yeah. those... That's uh, called a road diet. You know, the yeah. five... <laughs> no, that's what they call it, yeah. The road diet? Yeah. That's that means they're hilarious. trying to constrict the road so that fewer cars drive. Well... I mean, and everyone drives slower. Done, yes. She should have probably done a city councilor diet. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> You know, not the not the diet. No, ding needs. dong, man, ding dong, ding dong, yo, ding dong. You're gonna get rid of those ding dongs, that uh, diet. Ding dong, Diane Gibson. What do you think? Works like that. Yeah. Trump, Trump is a good name assigner. You know, I mean, <laughs> little little Marco was it right? Oh, I like that. Lion Ted. Lion Ted. That was great. Yeah. How, about, how about Jeb? Huh? <laughs> Low energy. Low energy Jeb. Four thirty-two back and forth. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229-884-8229. Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, you will receive quick response times, and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here, and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy, and if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today on the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS, 188-348. Hi, I'm Casey Gazzardi. And I'm Joe Gazzardi. At Joe's Pasta House, we have authentic world favorites, classic Italian dishes, and unique New World offerings, including natural hand-cut steaks, wild-caught fish, and local veal. Our focus is on quality ingredients, great atmosphere, and personal service. Come to Joe's Pasta House for a true Italian dining experience. Located at 3201 Southern Boulevard in Rio Rancho, just a quarter mile east of Country Club Drive. 
It's made Albuquerque famous, Breaking Bad and the Candy Lady, a national landmark and an old town anchor for almost 40 years. Right here at 424 San Felipe and on the web at CandyLady.com. A tribute to Breaking Bad and a spectacular taste sensation that you'll never find anywhere else. Music is the great communicator on MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Casals at the Vision Store. So many of you are worried about changes in your vision. At the Vision Store, we are available for routine, urgent, and emergent eye care, red eyes, broken glasses, and contact lenses. We carry a wide array of frame styles in our showroom to choose from, including sunglasses and anti-reflective lenses. Come see us Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 8 to 6, and Wednesday from 8 to 1. Come see what you haven't seen in a while at the Vision Store in Bernalillo. Call for an appointment today at 771-EYES. That's 771 3937. Do you have any more of a nest egg now than you did this time last year? If you're not moving toward reasonable financial goals, it's time for a chat with Tom Crow of Crow Financial Advisors. Visit crowaboutmoney.com. A burglary takes place in the United States approximately every 15 seconds. International Protective Service is your answer for commercial and residential security in all of Albuquerque. IPS will work with your monitoring company for fast, reliable response times. You can rest easy knowing you, your family, or your company is watched over by International Protective Service. Call International Protective Service today or visit us on the web at internationalprotectiveservice.com. In most cases, recovery of your stolen vehicle is not the reunion you had hoped it would be. It may have been trashed, torched, contaminated by toxic chemicals and more, or used to commit additional crimes. Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device prevents theft in the first place. 505-550-4994. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. All right, time to put things together, starting with the weather. Just a great day. What you see right now, we're going to have again for tomorrow. And they say we're going to start getting clouds later in the day, and that's what's going to bring the rain and possible snow on the weekend. Let's just take in the 62 degrees in Taylor Ranch. Feel that 55 and wow. clear skies in Harris. Wow. And 61 here at the Rock of Talk. All right, traffic-wise, looks like uh, still a good drive getting across river bridges on uh, I-40, Montano, and Paseo. It is a little bit heavy, though, on uh, Alameda as you're making your way. Uh, kind of Rio Grande Boulevard up to uh, just about Loretta, you know, as you're coming into Corrales. But other than that, looking like a decent drive. You bank a little bit tight right now, Chico, on up to the I-40 with the base traffic. This traffic report brought to you by Taco Tote on Central across from the Historic Highland Theater. They are doing some remodeling. They're going to be open next week, they tell us. But for right now, you can enjoy takeout. And they have this great five, family five meal deal, 12 fresh handmade tortillas, one and a half pounds of meat. You pick a top sirloin, grilled chicken, pork adobado, or beef steak. And then, of course, the chips, salsa, beans, rice, cheese, you got it all. If you'd like to see it all and order it, go to tacos.theplaceilike.com. All right, we're up to date now. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro-aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Gotta love doing this show. Uh, we have Rudy, Dowd, and me. And you know what I really love doing this show? I know Michelle Lujan Grisham is not here in the state of New Mexico. I feel like there's a giant weight, 180-pound uh, weight lifted off of my shoulder. She'll be dancing in the street. What do you think? She's uh, 180, 190? 
You think she's pushing two? She'd be pushing two bills. Yeah, I think she could be. I mean, so, so cute behind the desk, but I think she might be. She might be there. Yeah. I think nothing worse than uh, well. Anyway, short people. You don't know. call her. <laughs> short people. Don't call not. her late. Just don't call me late to dinner. You like know what that. I do for short people? I was explaining to Rudy yesterday. Yeah, I love little old ladies uh, who at times in my life have asked me to pull, put, pick something off the top shelf of the grocery store for them. Whenever I'm taking an item, I and, and, and it was the last item close to the edge of the shelf. I pull things from the back forward so that little old ladies can reach them a little bit easier. Because right. I'm such a good person. What wow, a nice, nice guy. Because Sharon Muska raised a good boy. <laughs> Sometimes. So, uh, there is, you know, we had, uh, how many murders weren't solved in 2019, 2020? I think it was like more than 50%, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Well, imagine, and I remember this day. In fact, uh, if you guys remember, uh, you you don't doubt, uh, but I know that Rudy might. Do you remember a, a guy by the name of Charlie Min? Yes. Come on, Rudy. You yeah. remember him, the sports guy? Yeah. He would, like, write his scores on a piece of paper like he was Howard, the Howard Morgan of of, the, of sports. Howard Morgan, of course, was the weather guy. Sons and yeah, and oh, he would like yeah. write it. You know, so you know he'd he'd, he'd do that. The Albuquerque Dukes beat the uh, I don't know Portland whatever. You know, and he'd write it down, and he was crazy. <laughs> so Charlie Min, uh, some years ago, I want to say maybe ten at least, maybe fifteen. He did a uh, expose on the the uh, mass shooting at the Las Cruces Bowl. Uh, which is, believe it or not, folks, way back 31 years ago yesterday. You got to go and watch that thing because it's it's it, it makes your it makes your blood boil, but it also like the ominous doom that you fill with it all and realizing what happens on that day. I don't know what February 10th, 1990, what day of the week that it was, but it's the most heinous crime in the city of Las Cruces history. So two identified, unidentified robbers came into the bowling alley. Seven people shot, killed. They burned the building. I think it was like 9 or 10 a.m. All seven victims on the floor in one office. Every single person who was shot was shot in the head at close range. This happened in the state of New Mexico. Three children. One of the biggest massacres ever. It was a Saturday. Was it a Saturday, really? Mm-hmm. Yep. Saturday morning. Helicopters, planes, customs service, U.S. Customs, Army, Border Patrol assisted in the search. To this very single day, on this Thursday, February 11th, 31 days, 31 years, and one day later, have not been solved. All the efforts by authorities, and, and if you really look at this as a case study, this has never become anything else other than something associated with the drug cartel. And I would probably put this at your uh, feet for your understanding about what happened with Victoria Martins. Anything involving the drug cartel. Remember, we have non-cooperative, non-ICE detainers that happened. Didn't have them back then, but definitely have them now. According to the survivors who were there, both of the perpetrators, Hispanic, probably Mexican, fair to say, at least 30 years old, dark wavy hair, definitely Mexican now, light colored eyes, definitely Mexican now, having lived in Mexico, and no accident at their speech. The other was about 45 to 50, 
salt and pepper hair, dark complexion, slight Spanish accent. Believe it or not, they're, they're st- they still have an award uh, reward out for this for $25,000. Can you imagine if you lost somebody in your family and you weren't able to find the murderer or the perpetrators in something that happened to your family 31 years later? Trying to think about how old I was back in 1990. Three of those shot who were children. Yep. Children. And we haven't solved this. FBI, I imagine there's probably U.S. Customs and Borders Enforcement, as well as the Las Cruces PD, recently involved in a very heavy takedown using the uh, pit maneuver. And we lost uh, one of our very own uh, Black Angels in their... uh, Attempt to kind of take them down. Cartel involved, yet the media. Have you noticed the media has refrained from using anything, reusing the cartel? Yeah, they talked about his long rap sheet, but they haven't really mentioned they have much not about referenced anything yeah. revolving, yeah. involving the cartel. I'm not sure. Uh, by the way, the website Borderland Beat, who oftentimes reference, try to pull up Borderland Beat out, uh, if you would, and uh, tell the audience what it what it says. Because what you will find is many of these journalists lack the courage at this point. They lack the gumption, the ability to go ahead and talk about and report on this stuff because these cartels, whether it's Sinaloa, whether it's the Juarez cartel, or whoever it might be, are bullying them into prevent them from talking about who is responsible. Borderland Beat says? Yeah. Um, it's just, you know, covers... Co- uh, well, the first story is massive heroin bust in Queens, which is certainly not... Queens, New York, certainly not on the border. Is it Portland, back online? But, yeah, it's, it's online, yeah. Okay, it um, was taken recently offline back in September of last year. An attack or voluntarily taken No, down? they took it down because uh, there was too m- many complaints from what I understand, and we've had uh, a couple of people who were involved with the Borderland Beat and the reporting and the website, the originator of that, um, and it went almost nowhere. Okay. It almost went nowhere because they were doing such a great job and they just didn't want any of the visibility with what was happening. Wow. Um, There's not enough communication about what happens with the cartels. Uh, this number, this story jumps sure. off, off the page. 100 murders in January. Uh, Ciudad Juarez, is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, Ciudad. Ciudad. Uh, uh, on the brink of a new gang war, 100 murders in January. We think we had it tough in Albuquerque in January. Well, you have to think about that in terms of the spillover. I mean, the spillover is here in Albuquerque, and the drug trade, etc., is all happening up here in uh, the state of New Mexico. So they're very involved. If they have 100 uh, murders here, there's probably some sort of correlation. I'm I'm sure somebody at some point can do some level of correlation. If there's 200 murders in Juarez, there's 40 murders in Albuquerque. Because most of these uh, murders that are happening here with very limited information... Guess what? Most of these are drug-related at this point. So here we are 31 years later, and just so you don't get totally depressed about this whole thing, these take a long time to solve, if ever. And a lot of it has to do with the restraints that come along the law enforcement and who they can cooperate with and what type of information they could possibly mine. It is uh, definitely sad. Uh, Rudy, do you remember where you were when you heard about that uh, bullying alley massacre? Well, unfortunately, I was living in Los Angeles at the time. So. Okay, so 1990, you were living there. But it was national news uh, when yeah, it happened. Yeah, it should be. Children. Three children. East Amador Avenue, if you look at that, it's a uh, corner of Maine and Maine, right in the middle of uh, Las Cruces. So I, when I read that report, I was like, my gosh, kind of crazy. 550-50-500, that's 550-50-500. Uh, Eddie, here we go. This is very sad. 
Channel 13 News today. And uh, here's the story coming from uh, Channel 13 and uh, why people are leaving New Mexico. I'll tell you why. <laughs> because every other place seems to be open up. In fact, let me tell you how bad it is. Remember that travel restriction where people were required to quarantine for at least 14 days? Now, they, everybody's been conditioned to that. If you thought about going to Las Vegas or Phoenix or Los Angeles or Austin or Dallas or Salt Lake or any of these places, when you came back, you had to quarantine for 14 days. Now, as an entire state, just because it's gotten so incredibly bad because the people are picking up and leaving, New Mexico will no longer require the self quarantine after leaving the state of New Mexico. I think that's a pretty good thing, don't you think? Mm -hmm. Shouldn't have happened a long time ago? Shouldn't we have been discussing this uh, quite a while ago, like other states? Oh, yeah. I don't know that anybody else actually had this uh, type of quarantine before. They didn't, from what I can understand. They were letting them... I mean, New Mexico was very responsible. If you flew to New Mexico, the only three places you can go was like Oregon, New York, right. and I think... Um, maybe Chicago or something like that. But don't forget all the exceptions for flying in and out of New Mexico. Enough to drive a Mack truck through. Like, if you work for the federal government, if you're in the military, right, right. <laughs> if your job requires you to travel, you, it doesn't apply to you. So, I mean, oh. Or if you belong to healthcare, 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 by the oh, way, yeah. not involved in allowing them to uh, leave and come back. In fact, what's happened with healthcare, very interesting. A number of nurses recently got in trouble because they left. They went on a joyride to Las Vegas, Nevada, and um, many of them lost their jobs or were reprimanded because they decided to go ahead and pick up and leave because they knew better. Healthcare workers not allowed to go ahead and leave the state of New Mexico. So finally, all that's over. What happens to all of our healthcare workers? Are we even 20 days in? January 20th, inaugurated. That's 11 and 11. That's 22 days in. Right? Yesterday. So three weeks into the day. And look at all the restrictions being completely and totally dropped because somehow, some way, uh, just having Joe Biden in office has made it allowable for people to travel the country, for states to reopen, and for the country to get back to uh, normal again. Is that political, Dowd? Oh, sure. It's, it's just science driven, data driven. Yeah, coincidence? I think not. 550, 5500. That's 550, 5500. Call you in the Cuba. Go ahead. Yeah, on uh, Manal in Louisiana, there's a there's a uh, Chipotle or Chili's uh -huh. Chipotle, and they've on the sign on their digital sign. This is no MLG. We're seeing that everywhere. In fact, uh, there's a sign that's at down downtown Old Town, the Old Town Shopping Center, with the Walgreens uh, Intel across the street from Rain Tunnel Car Wash. They also have a no MLG, and there's another one in the near Northeast Heights. I want to say, like, Eubank and Candelaria also has the same sign that they put on front, no MLG. Are we sure we're not confusing that with no MSG? No, that's okay, the actual no. MLG. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, even though you have seen a complete and total domination of Chinese, Thai, and Mexican restaurants up and down Central. We're saying. Uh, yeah, uh, up on down. Uh, you had to take a little stroll through there. Have you done that yet? I have uh, I have avoided Central since <laughs> art uh, was imposed because oh, but it's I, so safe. Now. I just think that the businesses <laughs> along Central they should have fought that thing. They should have they should have flopped down in the street to stop the construction. Civil disobedience to stop that nastiness. And I'm I'm kind of boycotting Central. I just you guys had to stand up, and I was fighting that thing years before you know you really broke around. Doubt I would say you were the first. Yeah, is that yeah. fair? Maybe the second, <laughs> but okay. I was I was early. I was an early adopter of fighting that. Yeah. 
All right, uh, more uh, text coming in. Rapid transit was mandated by UN Agenda 2012 through 2030. When brought up, callers uh, when brought up, callers are quickly ushered off air. Is that me? I didn't do that. I've never ushered anybody off air. That's weird. Uh, any of the quarantine restrictions were probably lifted because MLG just left the state and won't have to comply. Wow, with the 14 day quarantine when she comes back. Ironic. The wow. timing of that. Isn't I actually it? did yeah. not think about that. That is actually. Everything is... Uh, right, because that was a state order. What kind order. of food do you like? Whatever kind of food you like. <laughs> uh, she lifted that under her state authority. That wasn't related to the county data. So when, yeah, you're, four she... foot t- when you're four foot ten, you can't lift much. <laughs> That's right? yeah. But if you're 180 uh, in your pocket... Uh, yeah. Plastic <laughs> spork, maybe. <laughs> pocket Hercules, you can lift anything. Uh, and you know, MLG is also an electronic sign at the shopping plaza at San Pedro and Central... Oh, is that El Mesquite? Wow. Does El Mesquite also have the new MLG sign? Can we make there? this a thing? Citywide? Wow, no MLG. Let's do it. Everybody go. Put it in your window of your house. Uh, Eddie, how many have left and are leaving within the next few months? I don't know. That's from Paul. We can't even find substitute teachers. Do we need them at this point? Or is everybody going back to school? Uh, Valentine's Day is approaching, and two boys' donuts will have. Uh, Theme donuts on Sunday. Oh, there we go with the kids. I gotta go by there. It looks good. Two boys is good. It is very donut. I live right next door. Amy's is a thousand times better. I did. It's so good. What is Amy's? Amy's. I like Amy's. Those are fun donuts. Oh yeah. Uh, Like the big entrance uh, that that is there, and that of course is on San Mateo and Osuna. Osuna, yeah, I like that. So go to Monroe's and then head on up there, grab a couple of donuts, and you are in heaven. Yep. Go to Monroe's and then go to Donuts? Yeah. And then get there's no way I will ever go. So I'm not a sweets guy. I almost don't like any sweets. That's interesting. No, none. Yeah. I mean, did you... My nephew's like that. He's not a... When we went to Angel Fire, did you see me eat any sweets? I I have terrible sweets. Yeah, I don't have any. Uh, Eddie, they want a knockout blow to all small businesses in the state of Mexico to provide workers paid sick leave and paid time off. How many small businesses can afford that? Zero. Uh, Tracy says... Perfect timing on the new quarantine rule for the MLG to leave the state. There it is. Boom, 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 Did MLG lift so she wouldn't quarantine every single person thinking the very same thing? Wow, how 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 unbelievable everybody is on to her. Uh, maybe our travel quarantine is lifted because the governor's in Hawaii. Wow. <laughs> no, Hawaii's after, after the other. <laughs> uh, Pizza Nine will donate 100% of the profits to... The fallen officer of Darian Jarrett's wow. children in inter- for them. in partnership with the New Mexico State Police Association Foundation. So he lost his life in that uh, move. Eddie, now that uh, she opened up, the restaurants, the Oompa Loompa in the north, will be pushing two and a quarter by the end of March. Oh, wow. 225, 224. Uh, wondering how campaigning will work this year. Eddie, at a local level, Dems always work in the neighborhood meetings hand in hand with current elected officials. Never have I seen Republicans make a showing. Well, until you met me. So, well, oh, there you go. It's going to be interesting. Um, is this uh, Kathy on the line, potentially? Should be, yeah. Okay. So, I think that this is Kathy. Very quickly, we're going to go to Monroe's. Uh, Kathy, is that you? Oh, my name's Hugh. Oh, Hugh. You. All right. What would you like to yeah, say, Hugh? Go yeah. ahead. Hey, did you know, I don't know if you knew this or not, but the... Uh, Department of Labor, or whatever the Workforce Connection sent an email to my son that he had to pay back all $12,000 of unemployment checks he got. No, that can't be true. That is, I'm telling you. Can you I prove that to me? That. Can you text me that in? I want to see that. There's That'd be the impossible ask. Well, 
they got a call back that their, their uh, computer system was screwed up, so, you know, put a hold on that. But I will. I'll, I'll text you the note. Okay. Yeah, send it to me. Send me the screenshot, whatever you got. That would... Boy, talk about tragic. Yeah. Maybe they Ew. made some determination that he wasn't eligible, and he... he, he er, that is a kick in the teeth, though. I mean, in this economy, ain't that a kick in the head, right? Well, yeah. Send the send send the documents our way. We'll we'll look into it. Ugh, awful. Uh, more text coming in very quickly. Before we hit the top of the other Fox News, El Mosquito definitely beacons out no MLG on their LED sign. Eddie, I concur. Almost uh, thought it said no MSG. Oh, not there. Uh, the El Mosquito is different. Uh, Eddie, there you go. I got a good one regarding the governor. Somebody should make it a super bumper sticker of the governor had in a bowl of rice and and below it, right? No MLG. I like that. I like that. Uh, oh, Jay, Jay, Jay is texting uh, in. Uh, Eddie, propaganda update on the corner of Blake and Coors across from Allsup's and Caddy Corner from the Wendy's, a Trump-style flag, two of them. One on top says F. Biden. The below says never Biden. Excuse my language. You don't have to worry about it. I got it. Um, Al says resweets. More fudge for doubt. Uh, I, th- I will accept whatever you send my way. <laughs> oh, that is Al. Al hasn't brought in his uh, stuff in, in a while, yeah. Uh, Al, bring Not that, that, ungrateful. Not that, that unbelievable fudge. That went fast, Al. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Let's hit the top of the hour, Fox News. Thanks, everybody, for listening right here in the Kiva. AM 1600 KIVA directly on the Roku and the Amazon Fire device, as well as rockoftalk.tv. It's completely black. I hugged her and she hugged back Like the sailor said, quote Ain't that a hole in a boat My head keeps spinning I go to sleep and keep grinning If this is just to be given My life is gonna be beautiful I've sunshine enough to spread it's just like the fella said Tell me quick Ain't love a kick In the head Like the fella once said Ain't that a kick in the head This sailor said, quote, ain't that a hole in a boat? My head keeps spinning. I go to sleep and keep grinning. If this is just the beginning, my life is gonna be beautiful. She's telling me we'll be wet. She's picked out a king-size bed. Couldn't feel any better or I'd be sick. Tell me quick. Oh, ain't love a kick. Tell me quick. The cooler temperatures are finally here. That's good news for you because the best prices of the year are now. I'm Eddie Aragon and have just the guy for you. He's Mario from Axiom Home Services with over 40 years of experience. He'll come out to your home and show you the best refrigerated air conditioning options for your home and family. Don't miss the lowest prices of the season. Call now. 792-9742. That's 792-9742 or AxiomHVAC.com. Remember to ask for train unstoppable in any season. 
This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 11.30 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we we also have over a hundred lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home? Software development firms, engineering from plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. Eight five six. 1171 856-1171 or you can email him directly michael at michaeltrujillo.com that's michael at michaeltrujillo.com this is why people from all over go to JJ's Premier Tire and Services this is Josefo from Santa Fe I just blew a tire in my trailer. I was on my way to Albuquerque, and I stopped at JJ's. So glad I did. The manager came over right away, quoted me an amazing price, and they had it in stock. No waiting. Within minutes, I had a new tire. Ready to go. I have a fleet of trucks, and I've never received this kind of service from anybody. I'll be back. JJ's is your complete automotive repair center. From oil changes, brakes, alignment, air conditioning, to repairs on your engine to keep you safe on the road, JJ can do it. Hi, I'm JJ, and we built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. And we can service any car, light truck, or SUV. When we service your vehicle, we'll do it right. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Services on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. That's 821-5771. You're listening to Fox News, ABQ.FM, K229CL, 93.7 FM, and AM 1600, KIVA, Three of the Senate impeachment trial. I'm Mary Corsetti, Fox News. House Democrats made the argument that the rioters who stormed the U.S. Capitol were doing so at the president's urging. Lead impeachment manager Jamie Raskin concluded the House Democrats' presentation by telling senators to apply common sense to the facts presented. Why did President Trump do nothing to stop the attack for at least two hours after the attack began? Democrats argued rioters breached the Capitol believing they were acting on the president's orders with slogans like stop the steal and fight like hell. Trump's legal team begins presenting its case Friday, expected to challenge the constitutionality of a trial of a former official in arguing the House drew no link between the rioters and the former president. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. Also new today, President Biden confirming that more vaccines are on the way. The president is moving toward his 100-day goal with more vaccine in hand. During a tour of the National Institutes of Health, President Biden says the conversation is shifting from an uncertain stockpile and an ambitious promise. A hundred million shots in people's arms. Everybody said, oh, that's, you can't do that. It's amazing. Now I'm getting, why can't you get more? Now we're getting a lot more. The president announcing 100 million more doses of both the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines 
and the faster delivery of even more by May. Fox's Grinnell Scott. And another day of choppy trading on Wall Street left major U.S. stocks nearly flat today, even as the S&P 500 and NASDAQ hit all-time highs. The S&P rose 0.2%, NASDAQ gaining 0.4%, while the Dow slipped 7 points. Technology stocks led the gainers, dating app Bumble soared on its first day as a publicly traded company. America is listening to Fox News. What can help you take advantage of today's low mortgage rates and save money? Rocket can. You could save hundreds of dollars every month by refinancing with Rocket Mortgage at today's near historic low rates. If your current rate is over 4%, with today's low rates, you could lower your payment by over $150 a month, saving thousands in interest every year. With a cash-out refinance from Rocket Mortgage, you could consolidate and pay off high-interest debt, tackle home improvements that could add value to your home, or even set aside cash for your child's future education. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this. What can give you the technology to refinance easily and save money? Rocket can. Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. That's 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Brutal winter weather from the west coast through the south, creating dangerously frigid and treacherous conditions. The stretch of snowy weather is expected to last for several days with COVID-19 vaccination plans being postponed from Oregon to Oklahoma. Plus, the fallout continues after a professional sports team declined to play the national anthem before walking that decision back. Mark Cuban says he wasn't trying to cancel the national anthem when he decided it wouldn't be played at last night's Mavericks game in Dallas. But others aren't so quick to give him a pass, even upon further explanation. Regardless of his intent, the NBA pushed back, and it was played before tip-off. In defense of his initial decision, Cuban says in conversations he had with the community, he felt that the national anthem didn't represent everyone. This represents a larger phenomenon. Should businesses, CEOs, athletic franchises, or any Anyone else catering to all of America start making political statements. Some surveys have shown that the messaging resonates with millennials, for example, but it doesn't seem to sit as well with baby boomers. Jackie DeAngelis, Fox News. Meanwhile, a fan favorite comedy is ending. Brooklyn Nine-Nine is ending for the second time. NBC announced the comedy starring Andy Samberg, Andre Brower, and Terry Crews will end after the upcoming season eight. The show, which is set in a Brooklyn police precinct, was canceled first when it was at Fox after five seasons. It was then picked up by NBC, who revived it for a sixth season that same year. It picked up a Golden Globe for Best Comedy and a Best Actor trophy for Sandberg in 2014. I can't I'm friends with a cowardly cannibal. The show has been a fan favorite for some time. Season 7 averaged 9.5 million viewers in total audience measurement. Fox's Michelle Polino. I'm Mary Corsetti, and this is Fox News. All right, getting into the second hour, we're going to put things together starting with the weather. Boy, look at that sun just beating down beautifully clear skies. Even in Los Alamos, it's just partly cloudy there and 48 degrees up in the mountains. Not bad. 62 in Old Town, 62 here at the Rock of Talk. I am now convinced something is wrong at the intersection of San Pedro and Paseo del Norte. Uh, this is just deduction on my part, but the westbound trip is stuck from Jefferson 
crossing the I-25, it does improve beyond San Pedro. And everything Wyoming to San Pedro is just under 25 miles an hour in a 45-mile-an-hour zone. So I'm just suspicious something's wrong there. So you may want to try maybe Alameda, I'm sorry, San Antonio instead today. As far as the rest of the drive, that's southbound 25 stuck. It's just that slow drive into the sun from Jefferson all the way south to Montgomery. All right. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Joe's Pasta House. Got that text from Joe yesterday. He is not open today, but they are going to be ready from 3 to 6 on Valentine's Day. And Joe's Pasta House is great to go for Valentine's Day. He always has great specials. And then back to regular hours starting next week with the 25%. Joe's Pasta House in Country Club Plaza on Southern in Rio Rancho. All right, we're up to date now. Let's dive into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's Metro Aggression. Eddie on your app at abq.fm, on your computer at rockoftalk.com, and on your TV at rockoftalk.tv. Now for Roku, Amazon Fire. You can also find the podcast at Spotify, Stitcher, as well as uh, Apple iTunes, and download that Apple uh, app as well as the Android app. Uh, Dino Muska, Hour 2, how are you, sir? I am basking, gentlemen. Are you not as well? You're literally. Basking. Are you not entertained? <laughs> am I not encouraged? Am I not, uh, you know, it's hard for an Irishman to be positive, but the Little Witch is thousands of miles away, and I just feel like our, our beloved sandbox here in the great American Southwest is just, it's just everything is going right. The weather's perfect. I think that storm is going to blow out of the state, Rudy. It's not going to hit us at all. And as long as she stays away, life is good in the land of enchantment. Well, it should be good in the land of enchantment, and she gave herself a 14-day Quarantine exception, according to our listeners and our texters. Well, they got her on that uh, one, don't they? <laughs> I think we've got something uh, very exciting that we want to talk about uh, for maybe some of our advertisers uh, doubt out there to celebrate uh, our uh, Ding Dong the Witch is Dead uh, moment uh, here for uh, our area restaurant, right? Once there was a wicked witch in the lovely land of Wickeder, wickeder, witch there never, ever was. She filled the folks in Munchkin land with terror and with dread. I love the Munchkin Till land. Till one fine day from Kansas, a house fell on her head. And the coroner pronounced <laughs> This is bad, by the way. Oh. Dead. And through the town, the joyous news went running. The joyous news that That's maybe a chant we got to use everywhere. I love it. All of the restaurants that open should like give some sort of discount if they say no MLG. What do you think about that? I uh, think Rudy? that's a great Let's idea. Let's get that going. Let's get that going everywhere. Uh, thanks to the uh, texter here in the 505. Wish I had a first name. This is absolutely amazing, and uh, th- this is this is really incredible. Uh, let's let's look at this. She says everybody should get a 10 percent discount. Uh, for mentioning no MLG. What do you think? I think that works. You know what? A lot of the restaurants have little specials going on. 
Maybe just replace those right now with the, hey, hey. she's gone. She's gone. No MLG, and you get 10% off. I'm going to call restaurants tomorrow. That's the way to open up your your restaurant. What do you think? Uh, I think it's great. There we go. All right. I think we, uh, uh, I, I know that the state legislature is in order. I noticed that the House Democrats not showing up, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, so uh, the Senate Democrats are showing up. The House Democrats not showing up, of which there's a lot of them. They're deciding not to work at all. So the uh, the House Republicans are showing up, I believe. There's, what, 26? Uh, I think, something like I, that. 20, uh, 24 now, right, because of the... Uh Re- recent oh, Phelps. change. Yeah. Phelps, uh, Phelps Anderson. Yeah. Phelps Anderson. Declined to state. No. And the, the Republican Party's, like, nutty about it. They're like, he needs to resign immediately. Well, you guys, like, chased him down the rabbit hole. I don't know that there was any need to really chase him, although I disagree with his his positions as a Republican, but calling for his resignation and going to those uh, ends of the earth, uh, what, what do you think? Uh, did not happen to any Republicans of the significant number of Senate Republicans who voted for the Energy Transition Act, the Green New Deal. Uh, they didn't call for any resignations there. Did not call for any resignations when... This, seven... my friends, is exactly why Dowd Muska, <laughs> why every single radio host who's conservative in the state of New Mexico should have the Dowd 3000 at, at their disposal. This guy was literally waiting for this moment. I had no idea. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we do things to show spontaneously. It just, it just seems like it's planned. Uh, they did not call for the resignation of the seven members, Republican members of the Senate, who voted for the huge tax hike back in 2019. Wow. And they did not call for the... Let's see, one, two, three three, four, five, six, seven, the eight members, Republican members of the Senate who voted to uh, subsidize Hollywood even more to the tune of a minimum $110 million a year of your money, ladies and gentlemen. So it's kind of curious that they're going after this guy when there were plenty of reasons to go after other Republicans in the past. <laughs> but, you know, it is All right, it's time to kill Bill. I'm just a Bill. I'm just a Bill on Capitol Hill. Well... You're a bill here in the state of New Mexico. We're about to kill you. I kill you. Right? Let's do that right now with D-Doubt Muska. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, once again, it is time for the cruel tutelage of Pi May. Uh, if you know the movie, you know the reference. Uh, I am here to kill Bill. And this one is, uh, it may seem kind of minor, but I think it, it, it reflects very poorly on uh, the notion of economic development in our state. And uh, the, 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 the way in which Republicans and Democrats alike really misperceive economic development. They really think it's something that is the government's responsibility, and by that of course I mean elected officials using your tax dollars to stimulate economic development instead of loosening the reins, uh, freeing up the regulations, rolling back or eliminating some of the taxes to help the private sector flourish. Uh, this one is SB91. SB91, oh, of course, like you, can, you can go to uh, the website, uh, nmlegis.gov, New Mexico Legis, legis.gov. Uh, that very accessible, user-friendly website. Uh, the government of New Mexico is very rarely accountable or transparent or uh, discernible <laughs> or, compre- or, 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 or competent uh, or the, comprehensible. They're, they're definitely not uh, uh, honorable. Uh, the one and good thing is, they do... There, there is no humanity. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> The, uh, the one good thing they do is uh, they have a pretty good website. They can help you navigate the legislative process uh, pretty well. So SB 91, what the heck does this, does this do? It relates to what's called the Local Economic Development Act. Now, this was... Lita. It is. In Santa Fe, do they love Lita? And all the businesses that benefit from Lita, they love it too. It permits, basically, it's a, it's a it's a loophole that allowed them to get around the state constitution, which does not allow your tax dollars to flow 
directly to businesses. Uh, they actually put this in the Constitution, and I'm sorry to say the voters of New Mexico approved this back in the 1990s. It's a way for local and also the state government to permit public funding of private sector projects. So this is something like purchasing, leasing, uh, uh, or doing improvements on a building or acquiring land, uh, purchasing rights of way uh, infrastructure, uh, including trenches and conduits for you know broadband and, and utilities, uh, public works improvements. So you might be improving the area. Say there's a, a manufacturing facility going up. They might widen the road or do some sort of sewer kind of thing. So they're really benefiting, uh, not quite so indirectly, actually in many cases directly, directly, but there's a wise provision uh, in that bill relating to local government subsidizing businesses. As it exists right now, if you are an existing retail facility in a municipality in New Mexico, that lead of funding cannot be used to subsidize your competitor. So you have a retail store and you're doing well, or, you're, or at least you're making payroll, and the state decides, well, we're, we're launching a new economic development project, so we're going to acquire land or we're going to build infrastructure for a private organization, a private for-profit entity, and they compete directly with you. Well, under the law right now, it is not allowed. Uh, SB 91, currently before legislators, it removes the clause uh, that is does not allow for local government funds to be invested in a retail project that is in direct competition with an existing business. How'd you like to be working hard, putting all those hours in, selling good products to people who you know loyal customers, and the state comes along and says, well, just down the road, there's this you know big competitor of yours going in. And not only is that going to pose a problem for you, we're going to give public funds to your retail competitor. Um, do we really want to take that clause out of the existing law? It's bad enough that we subsidize private businesses already in the state, but at least there's a, a protection provision for existing businesses. This one removes that clause, and now you're going to be competing with a new com competitor coming to your town, and you're going to be doing it against them with public funds that they're receiving. I don't know, it seems to me that's a pretty good protection for existing businesses and taxpayers in the law, but SB1, SB91, I'm sorry, SB91 removes that protection. Kind of a dumb idea. Yeah, I would uh, agree with that. Another great analysis there yep. by uh, D. Dowd Musk. Uh, well, I like have uh, a little bit of range. What do you think, Rudy? What do you think? I'm lost on this, you know. <laughs> Dowd, your, your, um, your ability is just mind-boggling. Well, yeah. he likes policy. Yep. He's been doing well, it do. for uh, nearly 30 years. Now, I was do going to... Do you think to... any of these uh, people who are elected to Santa Fe for either Senate or House at any point, do you believe that these guys really believe uh, the bills that are written for them? And do you think they read them more importantly? Or do you think that at any point, I, I guess this would be the height of it, do you think any of them are actually drafting their own language on this stuff? Who's doing the work? I, I think, uh, you know, as we're killing these bills, I don't know that it matters that much to the people who put their names on them. I just feel like it's something that they say that they can say, yeah, I'm in general agreement. I didn't write anything about it. Oh, but sure, sure. If you kill it, I don't really mind. Yeah, yeah. You can justify. Uh, I, I listened to it. I was in South Carolina many years ago. Uh, there was a presentation by, I think, a Michigan state senator. And he said in his first campaign, he went out and shook something like 5,000 hands running for office. And in his second campaign, he we, we got started earlier, and he shook, shook something like 10,000 hands uh, running for office that year. And he said not one voter, not one door I knocked on, did the homeowner say, here's why we got to raise taxes, because we got to pay for this program. He said, when I got into office, every single lobbyist to walk in my door said, here's why we have to raise taxes or find the money for this program. He said the disconnect between the people, the bees that buzz around that beehive of the state capital right. wanting stuff, right. versus people out in real world who just want to live their lives. They, they're looking for a break. They pay too, 
their tax bill's too high already. And he said he, he, he uses that example all the time when he goes out and speaks to groups because the disconnect between the people who profit from the system, the state budget, local budgets, uh, writing specific pieces of legislation that benefit their business or their industry versus the, what the Constitution says, the general welfare where we all benefit. Uh, the disconnect in our country, I think, in Santa Fe has never been greater. And this bill, I think, is, is just one example of many of those. There you go. Let's hit the break right here on the Kiva. I think we should, uh, you know, hit the uh, murder mic uh, meter. Oh, it's done. And then after that, uh, do you want to touch upon my write-up with uh, Joe Money? I know you're so e- I, I you're just, more eager on that than I am. I won't I participate in the show. I'm just going to sit back and just just listen. <laughs> you're going to bask in the I glory. Will, more basking. <laughs> bask in the glory. So. Civil wars are never uh, or, or never uh, not bloody. Uh, they're generally pretty bloody, and. Uh, Along with those civil wars, they encounter a significant amount of uh, reinvention, creativity, and new direction. So, you know, that's part of what needs to happen in the state of Mexico. With 86 years of Democrat domination, you would think that the Democrats need to change, but you know that they won't. So maybe it's the Republican Party. And I am filing suit against the state of New Mexico, uh, specifically one Maggie Toulouse-Oliver. No, she uh, didn't drink absinthe, but uh, when you look at these policies, you might think that she actually did back in the uh, avant-garde age of a France. 518, back and forth. Winter is here and the real estate market in New Mexico is different than past years. Hello, this is Tracy Venturi with Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. And this is Tico Venturi. If you're thinking of selling, let's talk about the reasons to sell now. There are a lot of unknowns going into 2021 for real estate. What's certain right now, buyer demand is very strong, interest rates are making monthly payments very affordable, and the number of homes available right now for sale is at an all-time low. Has there ever been a time when there was a great opportunity and you missed out don't wait to sell and miss out this time home buyers are waiting call us now to put a plan in place to get your home sold for top dollar studies have shown that the biggest regret of home sellers is that they don't start preparing to sell their home early enough if 2021 is a year you're going to move up move out or move on time to give us a call hire us the number one real estate team in new mexico call now 448-8888 or on the web welcomehomeabq.com Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We focus on construction, onshore energy, defense contractors, health care, professional liability, and a variety of other industries. Call us today at 883-3683, 883-3683. 
Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio West Life. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tan Rio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness Commercial Real Estate. Are you currently leasing but have always wanted to own a building? Looking to take advantage of all-time historically low interest rates? Call my direct line now at 256-1255 or visit waltarnold.com. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting now, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. All right, let's put things together and start with the weather. Boy, those clear skies have just really... You can kind of get used to this now, can't you? Well, unfortunately, we're going to get some clouds later tomorrow, and they say a chance of rain, maybe a chance of rain mixed with snow by Saturday and Sunday. Boy, it is so nice out there right now in Rio Rancho. It's uh, 63 degrees, 61 in Knob Hill, and 61 here at the Rock of Talk. It was right after the last report, maybe a couple of minutes after this accident on... Paseo del Norte, right at the river happens. couple of lanes are taken up, and boy, is it backed up to drive quickly. You are under 10 miles an hour all the way back to I-25. Today's got to be an Alameda day if you're going to try and get across the river bridge. All right, uh, looks like uh, we've got some construction on Coors Boulevard northbound under 5 miles an hour. From Daytona to Hanover, just one lane to get by, and that's why you're struggling there. All right, uh, this traffic report is brought to you by Amazing Grace Personal Care Services. Companion care at reasonable rates. And they will do everything your parents need. 
Household services, mobile assistance, meal preparation, cognitive assistance. And you're saying, my parents, I need that. All right, we'll get a hold of them. Amazing Grace, ready to help out. And you can get a hold of them by going to homecare.theplaceilike.com. We're up to date. Now, let's dive into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro-aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. All right, 545 here in the Kiva. We've got, uh, is Murder Mike on hold? I think he is. Going to bring him into the Kiva. You guys are enjoying the show. Maybe like no other show we've ever done. It's fun. What, what is it? What What's going on today, Rudy? No governor in the state. Oh, is that, what it is? that is can't that what be it, Rudy. <laughs> the trail, be. she flies out of here and the trail of just greatness <laughs> stuck right is here at the radio station. Is that why we a good time? We're just letting loose finally? It's we, like we, this we... enormous black cloud has been lifted over the state and gone somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little, I feel like a little hair today. Like we're all one. Okay. You know? yeah, yeah. The horses are doing a little strutting in the central park. I got the hair for everybody. Yeah. My, sister, I, my sister, my sister. Oh, by the way, twenty five percent open. Do you get a haircut? Uh, no, I, all all barber shops and salons nationwide. Uh, my barber shops are closed. My sister That's said racist. in Scotland, I have to cut uh, one third of my hair and give it to Rudy, and one third of my hair and give it to Eddie. And then she said my hair will still be too long. So she really. What are you, William Wallace? We're going to cut all four parts of you and send you the four parts of Scotland. Bury them in different places. Yeah, yeah. Come on, come on. Ah, <laughs> I'll, me you, love. I'll tell you this: they'll never take my freedom. <laughs> oh, that's really good. That's good. We got to we got to bring old uh, Murder Mike back uh, here to the Kiva. What you want? What you want to do? Uh, Murder Mike, there he is. He's coming in. It's it's the Hugga Thug edition, uh, coming from uh, from uh, Murder Mike uh, here. He's uh, joining us live. He he took a trip out uh, earlier here into the Hamus, and uh, there's no there's a lot of love out there. A lot of a lot of uh, nude sunbathing and uh, nude bathing uh, happening out there, right, Mike? Is that why you went out uh, there? Oh, yeah, definitely. And uh, <laughs> hot springs, you know, <laughs> that's always nice. And I ran into an old APD officer, he's an old name, uh, Officer Hindi, who, who's uh, now patrolling for the uh, Amos Police Department. So oh, he said, yeah, howdy, howdy, howdy. Uh, popular name and most popular name. Uh, Officer Hindi back out in uh, in Hemis. Yes. Yeah. yeah, he was with APD not too long ago, and he, he I guess he left under questionable circumstances. But he's doing a fine job out in Hemis and making sure the speed limit is strictly enforced. And making sure that the uh, the the nudists are keeping their clothes on, right? <laughs> I won't. I won't even go there. Do you believe, uh, in, all I, that, do you believe in all that rocks and all that uh, crystals and all the stuff they have oh, out yeah, the Hamas? Yeah, you just you know, you, I went to Taos and I heard the hum, and then I realized it was just a wino behind me. You know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, are we pushing twenty now? Here, twenty. We, twenty murders. We are, and even by APD stats, it's twenty. We had uh, fourteen in January. And then we had that first one in February about two weeks ago. There was that homicide I was live at. That was the one on land. And then since then, we've had five more. So, you know, do the numbers. We had the most recent homicide is the one in Jade Park that you were talking about earlier. That's the one right there by uh, the Pino Yard, San Francisco, San Pedro. Uh, that was just a suspicious death, OMI, and APD's investigating as a homicide. Then before that, we had one in the uh, South Valley off of uh, Timothy Court and the Eucharist. There was a male found uh, tense, er, deceased in the street uh, suffering from several gunshot wounds. Wow. No suspect information. All right. Uh, and then let's see, I'm going backwards here because I'm going through my notes as well as okay. what I'm getting from APD because uh, 
We also had a police pursuit that ended at the same time that person was found uh, deceased over there in the uh, 8500 block of Zuni, which was the third one, the suspicious death, 8601 Zuni. And that was the male that had uh, blunt force trauma to the face and head. Wow. And obviously, uh, beyond help, and I went. I heard that call come down. Okay. He, he took a, He took a, some severe shots to the head and the face. Yeah. Well, I mean, you take it to the face. You know, it's like uh, uh, in the face, in the face, in the face, the face, And then, of course, we had that hit and run fatality. That was first. It was deemed as just an automobile accident. But yeah, that's, that's a homicide, right? That's being investigated as a homicide. I guess it oh. was in some Sun, intent Sunday there, night. So. Sunday night, someone went a little bit uh, too deep on the booze, I guess, and uh, near the ADO golf course. Um, uh, you know, anything is possible around there. I mean, you know, it could have been um, uh, maybe they were a drug deal that went south uh, because you know a lot of these homicides are, uh, as you said, mentioned earlier, are uh, directly related to drugs. Uh, okay. A lot of yeah. the drug dealers they go to the motel rooms and they I do feel that. A hundred percent of the homicides are drugs. Not a hundred percent, no. But there's a good portion of them that are drug related. Well, other than a domestic here and there, but we really don't know about the domestics that very much. We we get limited we information. We don't know about the domestic disputes because lots of times, um, a husband and wife get in a fight. One kills the other, and uh, so that would, it depends on if the other partner was armed or not. So all of a sudden, that can go from a homicide to uh, very quickly a justifiable homicide, which could have been the case. Reference that shooting that we had earlier, um, it kind of started this whole thing out at Carlisle and Montgomery, where the yeah. man was found ten, uh, deceased, and so. You know, it's, we're adding up, though. I got the numbers here, um, and this is from APD. In January, we, we had 14 homicides. Okay, in February, we had the one that was on land, plus five. There, there's your 20 right there. And that's not counting the suspicious death. I heard I heard two calls yesterday. One was a stabbing over there that we talked about yesterday at the uh, Walgreens where the guy was stabbed in the abdomen. That didn't look like he, 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 looked like he was going to go south. So that that could have possibly turned into a homicide. And then last night, these two girls got into a fight, and the other one, one cut the other one's uh, throat oh, wow. with a piece of glass, and she was bleeding profusely. So, wow. Did she go ten seven? Um, I, the, you know, uh, the ambulance traffic. I listened to the uh, ambulances talking to the hospitals, yeah. and they said that her, we'll never her get a verification. We'll have no idea. So we can only go with the ones that are actually confirmed itself. Right, there'll right. be no way we can actually tell at this point. I mean, just like last year, you know, we had, uh, what was it, uh, was it 78 or something like that? 77, 78, I want to say. But we uh, qu more than likely had probably pretty close to, you know, 90, 95 on this if we were actually following up on uh, those that were thrashed uh, either by bullet, uh, by, you know, knife uh, stabbing or something like that. There's just no way of knowing, Mike. Be beaten to death, the homeless guy that was beaten to death. They found him in a mesa. He was beaten to death with a concrete. Oh right, you remember the, the, the three? Yeah, that's not standing. a homicide. That wasn't a homicide. Yeah. That was. Uh, well, I won't say what the officer called it. But, you know, and then let's see. You know, and last year, uh, from January through May, we equal the homicides for all of all of last year from January. Wait, wait, to you're telling March me in April. this year thus far. We have already equated uh, January through May of last year. Pretty close, yeah. 
If you okay. count the one, we have the the body that was found in the river. I'm still waiting for all mine to make a justification or you know some kind of determination on that. That could have been a very easily been a homicide. It was a floater, so he was bobbing up and down in the water for a while. But that could have easily been a homicide. And I I know I've heard at least three different calls that I'm sure. Um, the person just wasn't going to make it. So I'm counting 20, anywhere from 20 to 24 homicides this year. Wow. There he is. Murder Mike on the scene. Mike, the night uh, keep, you, keep your uh, ear close to the ground and uh, those scanners out there. But officially, uh, the number they have uh, would be 19 or 20, correct? That's correct. All right. I appreciate it. Uh, there it is. All those bad boys want to do all the bad things. Uh, stay safe out there, Murder Mike. Always keep my head low and my camera high and let the shots hit the camera first. <laughs> there he is. There we go. Yeah, he's, he's got a lot of... We, you never know. Mike might be slow on the uptake, but very quick on the release. Boy, that guy. He's, he's, he's tough. 533, back and four. Uh, we'll talk about the uh, GOP and a couple of my releases. And a write-up in the Washington Post. We'll, uh, we'll talk about that in a second. My name getting thrown out in national politics there, Dad. What do we do with that? We'll Exciting. talk about that when we return. Do you have any more of a nest egg now than you did this time last year? If you're not moving toward reasonable financial goals, it's time for a chat with Tom Crow of Crow Financial Advisors. Visit CrowAboutMoney.com. Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with a purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Linings. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229. 884-8229. Something wonderful like all chocolate-dipped cherries or pineapple or apricot glaze. How about chocolate caramels and creams? Even red chili bars. Thousands of incredible delicacies at the Candy Lady in Old Town at 424 San Felipe and on the web at CandyLady.com. Music is the great communicator on MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. You've come to know Dr. Gardner. He is a major supporter of veterans in need of dental care. Veterans wonder if they can choose their dentist. Dr. Gardner says yes to veterans. Under the Choice Program, a veteran can choose any licensed dental provider in their community that accepts the VA's reimbursement. Dr. Gardner is the trusted veterans dentist in Albuquerque. Call Dr. Gardner at 828-2669. Vets need a dentist that can meet their needs. Call Dr. Gardner at 828-2669. Dad, I think we're in deep doo-doo. Is that why everyone keeps buying all the toilet paper? 
Actually, New Mexico culture is rich. Plus, Monroe's has red chili, green chili, and the best customers in the world to go with it. Boy, Dad, you must really love our customers. I sure do, just like I love you, Stella. Hey, what about me? Of course you too, Ava. Hi, I'm Casey Gazzardi. And I'm Joe Gazzardi. At Joe's Pasta House, we have authentic world favorites, classic Italian dishes, and unique new world offerings, including natural hand-cut steaks, wild-caught fish, and local veal. Our focus is on quality ingredients, great atmosphere, and personal service. Come to Joe's Pasta House for a true Italian dining experience. Located at 3201 Southern Boulevard in Rio Rancho, just a quarter mile east of Country Club Drive. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. Time to put things together. We're going to start with the weather looking really great for the next couple of days. Really great. I mean, we've already been telling you. It was in the mid-60s today. Right now, Santa Ana starts 58 degrees. 60 in Tanawan, 59 at the Rock of Talk. It'll be 30 on Sunday. Sorry. Had to tell you. All right, traffic-wise, this is no fun either. Look at this. Paseo del Norte westbound right at the river that accident they're trying to get out of the right two lanes it's wrong to drive all the way back to i-25 san mateo northbound between montgomery and mcleod a crash there that one should be clear and out of your way by now so no real trouble there but you need to know about it salon deluxe brings us this traffic report there in country club plaza on southern and rio rancho they always treat you special janice and george make sure that you always leave fully satisfied and that means kang and water they now are the West Side distributor for Canyon Water. You can also get Monate. By, uh, th- these are probiotics. Perfect for health, so they are really ready to help. SalonDeluxe.com is where you go. All right, with that, we're up to date. Now, let's dive into the Rock of Talk. leverage here, d Dowd Muska, and that's uh, pretty cool, but let's talk about the local stuff first. I don't know if I should go to um, maybe my press releases, Dad. Do you want to see what I wrote? Uh, I've heard it read to me, but um, Which one? I-, I could hear it again. <laughs> We're firing on all cylinders here. We're uh, knee-deep into well, this. Well, this chicanery about what, what what did and did not happen on Zoom the other day, uh, I, I know, I'm not well, a party we, guy. Well, I didn't see the it myself. The world will never know. How many... <laughs> How many uh, licks does it get to the uh, center of uh, a six-year-old tootsie pop? Just you'll three. never you'll know. never know because it wasn't recorded. <laughs> that's it. Oh, that's the claim. Yeah, that's the uh, the claim from the BC GOP chairman Julie Wright, who after losing three seats, two Senate and a House seat, 
Uh, somehow got miraculously reelected. <laughs> she likes to stalk me on uh, various uh, different uh, places. I was doing a We the People, and all of a sudden, you know, you know, you, you think it's you remember the avoid the noid thing? Oh yeah, that? back yeah, in the yeah, day. Yeah, Is it yeah. Domino's? How many years was that? that oh, Twenty boy. years. Let's take some bets right now. How many years ago was that? That was some time ago. Right? Uh, I want to say the noid, noid, noid. And she was jumping in. I'm like, what's going on? How come she's here? Thought this was a chance for me to go ahead and explain my positions. As a congressional district one candidate, but no, it wasn't. Uh, anyway, let's get to the release yesterday, which I thought. Oh, by the by the way, Baba Shops, Baba Shops open fifty percent there. It's not not good enough. No, you need a hundred percent, hundred percent coast to coast. You are a hippie. Before you go, <laughs> I am in a lot of are ways. Are you doing yeah. this on purpose? Uh, I I pledge. Well, I you want to make me a liar, a hypocrite? Uh, no, I, I, I don't I, want to make you anything. No, I'm just saying, that not you, but I mean, just okay. I, I made a commitment to this, and if I if I renege now because it's convenient, you know, I don't do situational. Is that ethics. a racist term, renege? Renege. <laughs> oh, very good. Uh, the nice Noid word. was in the created in the 1980s, 86, and he even had his own video game, he Avoid did, the Noid, yeah. for the Commodore 64 and uh, MS-DOS machines. It's uh, that far back, huh? Yep, yep, I yep. thought, man, my brain really reaches back <laughs> into the the crevices, uh, crevices, excuse me, of the Wayback Machine. Uh, this one uh, yesterday, Eddie Aragon, to Secretary of State to force New Mexico one special election, special primary election. Eddie Aragon, candidate to replace Deb Holland to represent the New Mexico's first congressional district, today announced that he will sue the New Mexico Secretary of State, Maggie Toulouse Oliver, to force a primary in the upcoming special election. Currently, the state election law leaves it up to the <coughs> major political parties to determine how they will select the special election nominees. New Mexico's Department or Democratic and Republican parties leave that decision to their state special committees instead of the voting public. Here's what I had to say. And this is this is actually good. It is insanely undemocratic. I like insanely. I think that's a good use of the word. For a group of 134 people, I should have said only 134 people, to determine a nominee for the federal election or any election. By the way, if you look across all nine elections in the 116th Congress covering 2019 and 2020, only one time, one time in Pennsylvania's 12th Congressional District, did the actual committee choose? Pretty rare. Did the actual committee choose who it would go with? That's the only time. Given our state's long history of corruption, that he says, you'd hope that backroom deals between elite power brokers would be in our past, but it's happening again right now. Aragon, owner and host of the Albuquerque radio station, KIA, blah, 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 and popularly known as The Rock of Talk, said that the three announced Republican Three uh, said that three announced Republican special election candidates have family or business relationship with party officers. Whoa, what do you think about that? that, that, that is that firing a, one that's across a damning allegation, and I wow. suspect it's 100% true. It is 100% <laughs> true. Uh, Eddie, this is why New Mexico, uh, this is what Eddie, Eddie says, me, that's me, by the way. <laughs> this is why the New Mexico Republican Party is becoming more and more irrelevant, Aragon said. They act as elites, but grassroots Republicans are now strongly anti-elitist. Leaders of both leaders of both parties look down on working people, and to maintain their control, they try to pit us against one another. My campaign ushers in a new political and social era. Aragon said, "We common people, we working people, are not going to take any more abuse from the political rule, ruling class. Republicans, Democrats, Independents, and Libertarians will join together and elect people like us to protect our rights and our liberty. That is why I am running for Congress." 
What do you think, Doug? Kind of milk toast, you know. I mean, yeah, uh, really, really <laughs> middle of the road, you know. You know, one way or the other, take it or leave it. Not really calling no. anybody. Uh, Who's that? Bob us. Dole, Bob Michael, you know, all the all the middle of the rotors, chamber wait, 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 of commerce wait, wait, type I'm guy. I'm holding you know? my pen. Uh, every single time, uh, 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 Oh, hold on, they're going to replay that over on about how insensitive I am to oh, people yeah. with physical. I feel threatened right now by a pen. Dude, I'm shaking a pen. You think that's uh, really good to get it? <laughs> now, uh, is the I just said the he was an American. Bob Dole was an American hero. Everyone was shaking a pen on well, the radio. Viagra. Was that the creepiest commercial you've ever seen? Bob <laughs> Dole advertising Viagra. Let's not even go there. Um, now the te- the release. How did says he the- get that done? Seriously, was it an elbow? Did he hold himself up by a hand? I mean, uh, Elizabeth Dole wasn't she like the first oh, female named in any cabinet? Yeah, she was ever? terrible. She was in oh, Reagan's cabinet. Transportation. Right? She was a big regulator. She, uh, there's great there's great exposés of how horrible just Republicans. Liars. Um, the the <laughs> now they claim to be free market. They're not. They, they never have been. Um, certain certain ones are. Ron Paul is. And I think an Aragon might be. Uh, you said in the release that I like that might file. be. That's qualification well, but, right uh, there. Future, future. Honest honesty and uh, honesty in the media. No, you said you in the press release that you will file. So it hasn't been filed yet. It's coming. The suit. Uh, it's already out. We already have okay. the pleading drafted, and it okay. is there. It has to be, uh, you know, in order for anything to be filed, it has to be accepted. Of course. Yes. yes. So that's the way that that Because right, I'm looking forward to reading it. Because, uh, it's all uh, above my pay grade. Those guys oh, sure, get, yeah. you know. Yeah. Election law is is an arcane part of the law. Like Those guys that get 350 an hour. They, and, they, and, they, you know, they I didn't go well. local. I didn't file this, uh, you know, down here at the local vaqueros uh, with the uh, cowboy lawyers smart. over here. Smart. You know, I didn't do the state law. Right. You know, because we know. Did Mr. Blair Don? That's the best decision you ever made. <laughs> we went. We went with the federalities. Yes. I know. We got to do it. There's no other way to get the actual attention uh, that we need. So, uh, very interesting. No, I mean, listen. Republican, Democrat, love Trump, hate Trump, libertarian, vegetarian, as as, as McCain used to say. Don't you find it a little creepy, folks, that you know only the party insiders pick their dominee? I mean, you know, it's it's a process, regardless of which party. Don't you find that a little odd? Maybe they should crack that system open and allow people to vote in primary. I mean, so we tried to get the video of the debate last week. We tried to find out, you know, what the hell's going on here? Is there like I I figured I was just gonna like go to the website and press play, and I'm like. Hey, what happened to the debate last week? I thought we were, like, uh, figuring out we want to introduce the candidates, all that kind of... Nope, nope. No, no, I clearly won the debate. There's no question. Zero question about that. I mean, the amount of fanfare we received after that and, you know, all that. And then all of a sudden, you know, I talked to Janice Arnold-Jones, and she's telling me whether she said it about others, my understanding of it, the way that she said it was that she said it about me. Well, everything was good until you brandished a weapon. And I've been talking about this literally incessantly all week, have I not? Yeah, I mean, you're, you're late to the party if you're only hearing the brandish the weapon version of this right now. So I sent out another press release again today, hitting uh, all the major players, uh, both locally and nationally. Eddie Aragon claims the New Mexico GOP, GOP violates his First and Second Amendment rights. Now, I did not file suit against the New Mexico GOP. You should know that. An Aragon candidate to replace Deb Holland to represent New Mexico's first congressional district said today that the New Mexico Republican Party is doubling, quote-unquote, doubling down on its unfair practices by refusing to release a video candidate debate held by Zoom call on February 5th. Now, uh, this is a bit surprising because I figure everything that is on any screen at any time is filmed, if not for posterity, for actual documentation, Right. 
During the debate, Aragon said he carries a gun because he, quote-unquote, cannot rely upon the outmanned Albuquerque Police Department to keep my children safe from the street gangs. Yes, that's exactly what I said, and I quote. To illustrate his point, he lifted his pistol, a Glock 43X, within view of his laptop camera. The gun safely pointed at the ceiling of his empty office. By the way, nobody in the room. We didn't put that. His trigger finger safely positioned along the barrel outside of the trigger guard. Janice Arnold Jones, a Republican State Central Committee member who attended the Zoom debate and who lost the CD1 race back in 2018, later said that she could not endorse Aragon. Uh, she never agreed to meet with me. That she could not endorse me because Eddie Aragon had brandished a weapon, quote-unquote, on the Zoom call. Are we Republican? What, what are we anymore? What are we actually doing? I mean, just lay down. Let's lay down for every election going forward. Sounds like someone was triggered. <laughs> ah! Wow, that's great. Uh, Eddie, uh, Eddie says, this would be laugh-out-loud funny if it didn't trample on first two constitutional freedoms guaranteed by the Bill of Rights. Now, whether or not she said it is sort of inconsequential to the whole entire thing. It's the fact that it is being traded and being sent amongst 134 people to in an attempt to go ahead and prevent me from seeking the Congressional District 1 nomination which is what I'm doing. I have a Second Amendment right to carry the sidearm, and I have a valid open carry permit, which you don't need an actual explicit permit to do. We can all uh, parry, uh, carry, excuse me, issued by the state of New Mexico. I also have a First Amendment right to discuss why I carry a gun. Aragon's campaign staff made multiple attempts to attain a video, which we did and we documented. The Zoom call from the New Mexico GOP. The first two requests were ignored. The third received this reply from Brillo County Republican Chair, Miss Julie Wright. No, we did not record it. That's it. That's all we got. <laughs> uh, if the Republican Party, I say, if the Republican Party did not record the debate, they are incompetent. If they did, they are lying because they already have their secret ballot candidate picked, and they do, and they are scared that releasing the video will prove that I'm the only qualified candidate. I suspect that we will see the non-existent video surface at some near date in the future. There will be a snowflake Republican or name who will only try to use it against me. And in truly, uh, true Wiley E. Coyote style, their attack will backfire. Stephanie Lord, by the way, also uh, president of pro-gun women, the Mexican representative from District 22, said at the meeting, Eddie Aragon was thoughtful, articulate, and answered the questions like a patriotic conservative. And he answered two gun questions like a person who truly believes in the Second Amendment and who understands that we have gun laws designed to punish legal gun owners, not criminals. And I state, restate at the end that I am suing New Mexico Secretary of State Maggie Toulouse Oliver to force, uh, to force a special election primary for CD1. A lot of activity. Much of it not will not be reported. That's why it's important that I report it here. That is what is actually happening right now in the party as we speak. Next to nobody will agree with this version or thought about what's happened, but this is exactly what we're doing. Uh, we're not emotional about this in any way, shape, or form. In fact, we almost find this humorous, uh, humorous if not comical, at this point. The comedy of errors continues on the right side of the aisle and on behalf of Republicans. I have the confidence of a number of elected Republican officials who also are not very happy with what is taking place. I uh, give you a case in point and also featured in the Albuquerque Journal, which I rarely quote any longer. The two good government bills will improve New Mexico elections. Independent voters don't always have a voice in the New Mexico primary elections. The lawyers are financing judicial campaigns. 
Two good government bills addressing the election shortcomings have been introduced in the legislature. It is time to pass both of them and make them law. House Bill 79, sponsored by Miguel Garcia and Damon Eli and Katie Duhigg and Republican Senator Mark Moores would allow voters who aren't affiliated with their major political party to vote in the primary elections, essentially establishing what is called an open primary, which I am fine with. But what I am not fine with is only, uh, only allowing 134 people voting in any election to make the determination of who you will send to Washington, D.C. That is not what you should expect after the election of 2020. Moreover, you might remember when I lost state party chair by one vote, or 29, depending on uh, when you counted those votes yet again. Let me reiterate I wanted to have a complete and totally, uh, total party re-election, which also included the very thing that I would have been elected for had this been successful state party chair. Because we only had 34.7% participation in the state party election, which was restricted 10 days ahead of the actual day that people would vote. The day after Thanksgiving against December 7th, 2020. The reason New Mexico has the problems that it does is because you continue to embolden and enable the political corruption that exists here in the state of New Mexico, which at its core exists in both parties. If you cannot shake that, and if you can't make those people accountable, you'll continue to get the same results for the next 86 years, which will effectively prevent you from 86ing the 86. It will never happen. I know this. You know this. We know this. The people in the party know this, but they also know how to prevent it. And they limit the ability of, for people to participate on every front. And they will suggest to you in no such words that your failure to participate is actually what enables them to continue to dominate each of the parties. And that's on both fronts. You think the Republicans are a mess? Wait until you look at the Democrats. I believe they're somewhere close to 10 candidates in CD1. Anybody who's anybody gets involved, and you can probably have somewhere close to like 30 votes in order to get your actual CD1 nominee. That's ridiculous. That does not work. I believe out of 134 against 5, you can probably get somewhere between 30 to 35 candidates coming out, and now you can get the CD1. Tell me in what world that is actually okay. You would say, not one world, and I would agree with you. Now, I did get some... Uh, National recognition here today, Dowd. Uh, did, did you happen to see that? Uh, I was reading just a moment ago. I, I used up all my uh, paywall-busting tools on my laptop, so I had to go to the iPad to finally see the article. But, you know, David Weigel is a national correspondent for the Washington Post. You, that is not a uh, small amount of attention to you, Mr. Aragon. That's a, quite a feather oh, in your we, cap. We got more soft-sell Republicans who are now uh, asking me, why did you need to bring your own gun out? Uh, Rudy, I'll let you go ahead and answer first as a spectator of you the were there, Rudy? with five people. He you was... saw it? I did. You saw the brandishing did and the you, threatening? Did you feel threatened were you while triggered? I was on a Zoom call about the fact that I just happened to have my sidearm with me? Mm -hmm. uh, no. Uh, how, what was the feeling that you have? It's not a question of whether I needed to because that's not a problem. I showed you actually what I had to protect myself at any one time. I told you time and time again how many times I feel safer around people who are actually carrying a firearm. They're certified good guys. They're people who have been through background checks. They've been through all sorts of concealed carry classes. They have been 
educated, and I see them as law-abiding citizens. In fact, your police officers, when they, when they pull you over, and if you're a good law-abiding citizen who's, who's been through a background check, they'll immediately recognize you as they pull you over. Sir, you've been speeding. Uh, sir, you ran that red light. You'll say, uh, officer, I have a gun in the car. And they'll say, okay. And the officer will immediately tell you what type of firearm do you hap- have and is it is it loaded. And you'll tell them right away. Huh? You tell them exactly what that literally happened to me in Pennsylvania. I got pulled over and I told the officer because I've watched a million episodes of cops and they always say, "Don't tell me what's in the car because if you lie, it's going to be trouble for you down down the road." So I said, "Officer, there's a locked, unloaded weapon. I'm moving back to New Mexico. It's beneath about three piles of (laughs) furniture and clothing and everything." And and he didn't he didn't hassle me at all. When when did we get so uh, incredibly tenuous about holding a? uh, Firearm, And it's not a weapon until it's fired and at somebody and for a reason, whether uh, for uh, purposes of self-defense or for purposes of committing a crime. That's the only way it can be, quote-unquote, weaponized. That's at which point it becomes a weapon, and that's anything. I don't care if it's a pipe, a knife, or a gun. You're an idiot if you call a firearm a weapon. Rudy, your thoughts on me? "Quote unquote," brandishing a weapon. Okay, so as as the discussion was going, you were the last person to talk on this question. It came from a guy by the name of uh, Zach. I don't remember Zach's last name, but he's from the New Mexico Shooting Sports Association. And his question was really about if you are a gun owner and you're about to sell to somebody privately, do you need to do a background check? All right. So again, this is me sitting there and I'm listening to everybody talk. Not one of them addressed that issue. Mm-hmm. They yeah, all fact, pounded they were, their chest yeah, on were. Second Amendment. I mean, come on, we're all Republicans. <laughs> what are you going to say? I mean, <laughs> let's be real here. But they didn't answer his question. Eddie gets there, and all of a sudden, Eddie just, when he when he put up the gun, he was proudly displaying a gun. And I thought, you know what? I've I, seen uh, people do this. I held it like this. I just held it right in front, right in front of me so people could well, see I thought it. he pointed it right at the camera and said, I'm going to kill you all. <laughs> No, not at all. And so you sit there and say, oh, my gosh, that is such a great thing because that was the point of Zach's question. And then he does something that just blew my mind. I said, oh, my gosh, this is this is brilliant. Eddie's mind, the way it works, and I'm not just gushing because I'm on the air with him. He then says, Zach, that was such an important question. And I don't think people understood it. Can you ask it again? Uh-huh. Meaning that nobody else in the entire uh, conversation yeah. actually answered the question. Yeah, they just did the boilerplate. I support the Second Amendment. They right. Didn't and so the you detail. sit there, and so it all worked together. In my mind, I said, "Well, yeah, you have to show a gun because you're saying I am a person and I have a gun and I could possibly sell this to somebody." And and the other thing I think wow. is really important to convey in all of this is that you understand the responsibility of carrying a firearm and what it means to do so when you've been through the school uh, in the background uh, and concealed carry classes sure. to understand the responsibility with great rights with <laughs> Uncle Ben. <laughs> That's right. With great res- well, with great freedom comes great responsibility and I think it's important for people to understand that and I think it's hard to convey that in a mixed room where everybody's standing behind the screen and I think I aptly did so. Hit the top of the air, Fox News. You're listening to Fox News BBQ.FM K229CL 93.7 FM and AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. The Senate impeachment trial of former President Trump. I'm Mary Corsetti, Fox News.
House managers argued today that the former president incited his supporters to assault the U.S. Capitol in an attempt to overturn the election results. Prosecutors used video evidence, media reports, and court documents to make the case. Trump's defense lawyers, however, claim he did not encourage any acts of violence that day. Democrats arguing why it's imperative to convict the former president. Lead impeachment manager Jamie Raskin says if Mr. Trump returns to office and there's another riot, they will have no one to blame but themselves. Democrats say rioters were clear why they came, telling investigators they stormed the Capitol at the behest of President Trump. Trump attorney David Schoen on Fox saying the Democrats hyped their prosecution. Schoen added that Democrats couldn't conduct an investigation and this lacks process. Now, Republicans who praise the Democratic impeachment managers, they're not going to vote to convict and that raises questions about the effectiveness if they fail to change minds. Fox's Chad Pergram, lawyers for former President Trump will make their case Friday and Saturday. If all 50 Democrats vote to convict him, 17 Republicans would have to join them to actually reach a conviction. Meanwhile, President Biden toured the National Institutes of Health in Bethesda, Maryland today, offering praise for the researchers there who worked with pharmaceutical companies to create COVID-19 vaccines. Following the tour, the president announced more doses are on the way. Just before I swore, I indicated that my hope was to administer 100 million shots in the first 100 days of our term. I believe we'll not only reach that, but we'll break that. Biden saying that the federal government has signed a deal with Moderna and Pfizer for each company to provide 100 million doses and that the additional supply should be enough to inoculate 300 million Americans by the end of July. America is listening to Fox News. What can give you a competitive edge in today's red-hot housing market? Rocket can. That's because Rocket Mortgage can give you a verified approval. It could help your offer stand out. Because when you find the perfect home, you don't want to lose it to anybody else. Rocket technology provides a rock-solid verification of your income, assets, and credit, giving sellers and their agents greater confidence in you. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this. What can help you buy the home you really want? Rocket can. Go to rocketmortgage.com or call us today at 8338-ROCKET. That's rocketmortgage.com or call 8338-ROCKET. A verified approval is based on an underwriter's analysis of your individual financial information appraisal and title report. Call for cost information and conditions equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states and MLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. A country star caught on camera using a racial slur speaks out again about the incident. Morgan Wallen issued a lengthy statement on an Instagram video in which he addresses his use of the N-word, which cost the singer-songwriter his record label, management, and more. Wallen told fans, do not downplay what happened. Our actions matter. Our words matter. And I just want to encourage anyone watching to please learn from my mistake. The country singer said that he is nine days sober and attempting to be a better man. He said he's also speaking to leaders in the black community. Uh, I also accepted some invitations from some amazing black organizations. He ended the video asking fans not to defend him, stating, please don't. It's on him. Michelle Polino, Fox News. Also new today, Chick Corea, a jazz pianist with a staggering 23 Grammy Awards, 
has died. Correa pushed the boundaries of the genre and worked alongside Miles Davis and Herbie Hancock. Correa died Tuesday of cancer. His team posted on his website. Correa is the artist with the most jazz Grammys and the award shows 63-year history, and he has a chance to posthumously win at the March 14th show. He was 79. Plus, a TV host expresses regret amid outrage for coming to a Bachelor contestant's defense. Bachelor host Chris Harrison apologizes for comments about Rachel Kirkinell, a contestant under fire for reportedly being photographed at a plantation-themed party in 2018 and for liking racially insensitive posts. In an interview with Extra, Harrison says the pictures were taken a long time ago. Speaking out against cancel culture, his remarks sparking backlash. In an Instagram post, Harrison says he's sorry for speaking in a manner that perpetuates racism, adding while he doesn't speak for Rachel, his intentions were to ask for grace in offering her an opportunity to speak on her own behalf. Fox's Kristen Goodwin. I'm Mary Corsetti, and this is Fox News. It is time we put things together for our third hour. We're going to start with the weather. Hi, everybody. I'm Rudy Grande. Look at that sun is setting now, and we had such a great day today. I know. Sunday's coming, and everything that we experienced today, the 63 degrees, cut it in half. That's where we'll be on Sunday with snow, an 85% chance. All right, well, let's just stay with this. 49 degrees right now at Haynes Park. It's 58 degrees at the VA Hospital and 57 here at the Rock of Talk. Trouble spots really just are construction, but I will tell you, they cleared the accident, so I need to let you know about this. They cleared the accident on Paseo del Norte, westbound right at the river. The drive is still trying to come back to normal, but for the most part, it really is. A lot of folks had taken my advice, went to Alameda. That's still going to be just a little bit tight as you try and get across the river there. All right. This traffic report is brought to you by LifeSpring at Salon Helena. That is on Manal, just west of Wyoming. What a great place because you can get your canyon water there. And Mike has been doing this for years now. You can go get a, get a gallon every day if you want. There's a little club that's joined, 30 bucks, and you can put, you can fill up your gallons of water with canyon water all you want. Change your water, change your life. Live spring at Salon Helena on Wamanal, west of Wyoming. We're up to date now. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. <laughs> Six of the 505 with more 411 here for your third hour. Yeah, Eddie, you're gone. The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA on your radio directly on your app and the computer at rockoftalk.com, abq.fm. And don't forget, we are now on Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple Plus, 
Uh, you can also pick us up on our podcast at Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Apple iTunes. And those apps for everything is on Android and Apple. And you got Musk Hour 3. How are you, sir? Oh, that one took me back, Mr. Aragon. Uh, uh, what do we got? Uh, name, name the guys after Simon LeBon. Uh, the Taylor Brothers. There you Nick go. Rhodes, I think, was part Nick of Rhodes, yeah. yeah that's, huh? the, that's the one that people mostly miss because oh. everyone knows uh, Taylor because they were... Mostly in love with them. I grew up with a lot of girls who were, had a crush on Duran Duran. They they like those guys. That was Duran Duran. Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. Because I was going to make a fool of myself and said that sounded like Duran Duran. Yeah. <laughs> Characteristic sound. Yes. Uh, let me look this up here. It it, it hit. Oh, it was. Let's see. Number two reached number two. Did it really? Uh, I'm it surprised. was behind. Uh, became one of the band's biggest hits, reaching number two on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 for four weeks. Behind Out of Touch by Hall and Oates. Out of Touch. Out and of touch, Like a Virgin touch, by Miss Madonna Louise like Chicone. Like a Virgin, huh? Yeah. Is that Wild Boys and Like a Virgin? Like, like in the, the top very ten. first Is that even legal these days uh, in, at that same time? You know, yeah. Wild Boys and Like a Virgin. Uh, so one of our listeners sent us, I don't know if you saw it, Eddie, that wonderful article about uh, neurodiversity, where now those of us who are on the autistic spectrum, we're going to be considered. Uh, members of a minority, so I'm not an evil white male anymore. Oh. I'm, I ha I'm a member of the neurodiversity world, oh. and I'm looking for my free subsidies, my free jobs. You know, I, I mean, I've been discriminated against my whole life because of my mental condition. So, um, and now you can't be canceled. This is good. And that's right. I can't. Well, that, that's, we're two years too late for that. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I'll say I found a bigger platform. Uh, I uh, I was enhanced. I wow, was canceled. <laughs> that's nice. Nice job. Way to go. Good save. Uh, I do want to say uh, one thing. Do you realize that Roger Taylor was the uh, was the first guy who wasn't an actual drummer of a band, but who was the drum kit? That was his actual title. He was drum kit. He was the drum kit. Yeah, because remember it was yeah. uh, electronica. You heard, you heard that right? right? As you're, you're listening to to Wild Boys. He was like their Roger Three Thousand. <laughs> this is the drum kit. Right? You had your little Yamaha keyboard. So 80s. Yeah, it was a drum kit that was doing all that stuff. I used to like the bossa nova on my little my little key keyboard. And then there was the guitar, right? The guitar the was key very guitar. sexy. <laughs> Did anybody ever use the guitar successfully? I mean, honestly, oh. if you think about the history of music, it, at any point was the guitar like really the main focus? Of, uh. I'm trying to think of like who who was the uh, you know like a lot of people like uh, you know. Uh, John Bonham on drums, you know, Eddie Van Halen on guitar, oh. you know, on bass, you have uh, Adam Clayton from U2, but nobody ever said, well, you know, who's the great, uh, you know, <laughs> we're finally going to settle the, we're going to settle the debate. Who's the greatest guitarist? <laughs> I mean, who would that have been? Uh, somebody from Poison, maybe? <laughs> yeah, maybe? No, maybe Weird Al. Okay. Uh, maybe right. along those yeah, lines. Yeah, you know, the pol yeah. I mean, because, you know, the greatest accordion uh, rocker ever, right. but, but could also have gone on to the key. Living in an Amish paradise. Yeah. I, almost, so I almost feel like the keytar is a transference between like soul and R&B of the 80s to the okay. new wave. Yeah, like yeah, The yeah, spectrum yeah. was pretty wide, yeah, but yeah. nobody ever mastered it and turned it into his no, own no, instrument. No, you know no, what I mean? No, you know, saxophone, Kenny G. You know, uh, I mean, you, you got a lot of things. but got nobody, a lot of range on this show. We're going from yeah, uh, election the law guitar. to the guitar. The guitar. That's why you listen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do listen. I got national news, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, I am uh, WAPO certified. Uh, WAPO sounds like uh, a place where you feast uh, over at the University of New Mexico. But that would be LAPO, La Posada. But WAPO, also uh, uh, unlovingly known as the Washington Post. And I said that I'm now part of uh, Jeff Bezos' uh, and and this was really interesting. Oh, by by the way, we're getting some. Um, 
Eddie, if a shootout started in a store street anywhere, the person against guns will quickly run run behind someone who has a gun. The first person, in fact, who has a gun. Even behind a caring member of the NRA, they hate that so that a person could take the bullets and die for them. They even attend your funeral not to thank you for saving their life, but to spit on your grave and owning a gun. Guns are to protect yourself, your family, your pets, your neighbors. I like the pets part. I think that's important. Uh, that's likely the very first thing that you'll ever protect is going to be your pet when another dog attacks your dog. You'll have to go to court because you saw the other one. Oh, my gosh, I'm getting, I'm literally getting texts as we speak at this point, the greatest guitarist of all time. I don't even want to open up that text. <laughs> uh, guns are to protect yourself, your family, pets, neighbors, friends, innocents from wild animals and wild humans and wild boys, especially in the state with the highest crime, which also has a war on cops. Indeed, uh, it most certainly does. Uh, Eddie, I saw Lady Gaga play a mean guitar in Vegas. So there you go. <laughs> Uh, see, uh, you guys are making my point. The greatest guitarist of all time, apparently someone has done the research already. Somebody is beating the Dow 3000 this afternoon. <laughs> I don't even know how they do it. Uh, here we are. Number one, guess who it is? I'm not even kidding. Dude, are we good or are we good? Are these guys good or are these guys good? Uh, who do you think the greatest guitarist of all time is? This And John Taylor. Okay. Yeah. One the of the Duran brothers. Duran Duran. All right. I all had right. no idea, folks. This is not pre-planned. We launched straight into the show. How about the guy on uh, Devo? Not Devo. Uh, what, what's the guy that's saying Iran? Uh, what's the name? Flock of Seagulls. Flock of Seagulls, yeah. yeah. Flock of Seagulls, I would say. Uh, Sean Drinkwater. Who's that? Cassin Crooker? I mean, see, these are just really household names. You know, you say this with, uh, you know, Pepsi, Coke, and Dr. Pepper in your, your house. Keytar Bear. <laughs> the guy was so good. He never made it to the top of the list, but he named, he named himself uh, the Keytar Bear. Sean Drinkwater is from the synth pop band Freeze Pop. Oh, Freeze Pop. Okay, yes. I can't uh, say I'm familiar. Uh, not ringing a bell. Uh, uh, where do we go with Casson Crooker? Hmm. Anybody on Casson Crooker? Crooker. Crooker. That's a terrible last name. Uh, K-A-S-S-O-N Crooker. Uh, he's got a lot of down votes. So big on the up uh, votes, though. Randy Rhodes somehow was a guitarist. How is that even possible? I think Randy Rhodes, Black Sabbath, was a guitarist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah where's, where are you going to get that from? Uh, some people are having a hard time hearing through the AM, I guess, and they're like, oh, Randy Rhodes, Donald Fagan. I want to say that that must be... Steely Dan. Is that who Donald Fagan is? Yeah. yeah. Black, Jack, do it again. They were keyboard, though. A-19... The Cuervo Gold, the fine, the Columbian. fine <laughs> Colombian. It, you know, of course, Silly Dan was pre-AIDS, mid-Coke. That's why they were such a great band. <laughs> Quoting it's Adam Carolla, it's not my best. term. Not the my best. term, Adam yeah, Carolla. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn it, we're going to get Carolla on here. So. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Who are the greatest uh, guitarists playing an instrument that isn't as common as one would like? Piano, guitar, drums, or violin all can be involved in the guitar. There it is. The notable individuals featured on this page are the absolute best guitarist in the world. They come from many different genres of music. See, rock, blues, jazz, swing, J-pop. What is J-pop? I don't even know what that is. A new age. J-pop is Korean pop. Is J-pop maybe Japanese? No, K-pop. Yeah. K-pop is Korean pop. J-pop. 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 Japanese pop. Maybe but... Japanese pop. Oh. Yeah, there we go. Someone will tell us. <laughs> but why are these, uh, yeah, why are the uh, Asian countries only characterized with one letter? Is it because they don't have any letters because you can't read their lettering? Is that possible? Just a guess. What do you think, Rudy? Uh, J-pop is an abbreviation yeah. for Japanese pop. Yeah. Yeah. God. Are we good or are we good? Quick reference. This is one of my favorite songs. 
I don't. I'm not feeling the guitar this time. I know on the reflex. You know the reflex. I know there's definitely a lot of keytar in that one. So there you go. You can hear it. Glad we can finally save that. Uh, I think just out of this, we probably created a few keytars in the local Albuquerque area. (laughs) We will be on a star search with Ed McMahon (laughs) and Sinbad in uh, the year 2045. (laughs) The challenger got four and a quarter stars. (laughs) The incumbent got four and a half stars. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, I did want to get to this. Can I get to this WAPO now? Your show. Okay. Yeah. Your show, Eddie. <laughs> oh, it is kind of uh, the Down 3000 show because he has the better name. All right. So I got written up in uh, the WAPO in uh, a very good writer who's uh, really into prog rock. He actually wrote a book on prog rock. And if you don't know what prog rock uh, is, it's Yes. It's Pink Floyd. Um, it is... Alan's Parsons Project. Oh, Alan Parsons Project. Good job, Rudy. Do you know who actually produced all the Pink Floyd stuff? Uh, Mr. Alan Parsons. Yeah, he was a producer. Yeah, really? yeah he was a yeah, a significant uh, musician. He's a oh, what's the guy that uh, sings? Uh, we we just disagree. Dave. Oh, Dave on, Mason. Mason. Dave Mason. Yeah. So Dave Mason produced a lot of like Beatles stuff and all the other stuff. So he, Dave Mason, is to the Beatles what Alan Parsons is to Pink Floyd. Wow. You know, it really is kind of and <clears throat> if you look at Alan Parsons, I mean, he's a phenomenally uh, intelligent person. Never made that much money. Uh, you might remember his music from Eye in the Sky. You guys remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Eye in the, the sky, eye in the sky, yeah. looking at you. Yeah. yeah, so that was Alan Parsons uh, back in the day. Um, but he produced, uh, I think, the first two or three albums. And his ability to produce that had a lot to do with his command. And I'm looking at a board right here in front of me with, I don't know, approximately like 30 channels. Uh, imagine having to produce the voices, and if you go back and you listen to, to, to Pink Floyd, and you listen to the voice, the the guitar, the hums, the synth, and everything that is actually incorporating all this stuff, Alan Parsons is the one who brings it all together. Oh. Yeah, he is uh, a significant uh, musical like influence. <laughs> uh, it really is. I mean, yeah, you might... <clears throat> and that, that's a good point, uh, Dowd. Uh, thank you for bringing that up, and as the conductor of that music, which really is possibly, uh, quite possibly, the most symphonic uh, musical achievements of the last 40, 50 years. I mean, what you're seeing right there. So, uh, Anyway, as I was um, going into this, the guy who wrote the article today that's in the WAPO actually documented a lot of prog rock. Um, And he has a book, I believe, uh, in... Uh, on Amazon, I should say, and his name is Dave Weigel, W-E-I-G-E-L. And I uh, completely and totally hit it off with him. Uh, He's very interested in politics. In fact, I went to go do a little background check on him, as I do, because I'm a nerd. And what I did is when looking at him and his work that he has done, he came up with this podcast, which for 45 minutes just featured nothing but his commentary on the evolution of prog rock, which... uh, it's pretty cool. Now, my friend Chris Boros, who now works in Virginia, formerly of KUNM here, uh, is a big uh, prog rock producer as well as a fanatic about all this stuff. And that's just a little bit of an aside to the actual article itself. But Dave Weigel, W-E-I-G-E-L, uh, wrote this. And the um, title of the article, I think, is... Can you look at it real quick? Uh, how Trump is still writing the GOP story. Uh, it went right. up on their website today at 4.42 p.m. Mountain Time. So, so I'm going to read it to you. I'm going to uh, put it out there for you. Uh, Donald Trump 
has rarely said so little for so long. Through his attorneys, the former president refused to testify in the Senate's impeachment trial. His post-White House website, built by his former campaign manager, consists of a single page with an official-looking seal. Is, do we still have the office for 45 that's up? Is he still firing away on that? Well, they pulled down the official, all of his official from the White House, but I think he, he launched the office of the former president. Yeah, office yeah. of the former president. <laughs> there we go. Uh, through his attorneys, the former president, he refused to testify in the Senate's impeachment trial. His post-White House website, built by former campaign manager, consists of a single page with an official-looking seal. He has not spoken into the microphone since the short speech he delivered before skipping President Biden's inauguration. His Save America PAC, which raised at least $31 million before his eponymous January 6th rally, has spent money on fundraising fees. Good words, use of that word, by the way, and so far, nothing else. Notice that that is completely value negative or positive. It's just neutral. Uh, but Trump's disappearance from public life has not removed him from the center of the Republican Party's universe. Republican-run states are debating ways to roll back the voting laws that Trump attacked before and after his loss. Listen closely here, folks, here in CD1, Albuquerque, New Mexico. The 10 House Republicans who voted to impeach Trump last month have been condemned by their local parties. Republicans declaring for open seats are touting not just their support for Trump, but often the theory that he didn't really lose. This is about 74 million Americans who likely voted for the winner in Donald Trump. Eddie Aragon, a New Mexico radio host running for Congress, said on the Tuesday edition of his radio show, it was hard to believe that Trump lost, he said, given the mathematicians, the Dominion machines, the Smartmatic voting machines, the voter fraud that will never be investigated. Uh, he listened to our show. Oh, do you hear that? Yeah. Aragon, or Aragon, if you will. One of the candidates anticipating a special election when Representative Deb Holland becomes Secretary of the Interior Department is not running a Trump-focused campaign. In an interview, he emphasized his past as a quote-unquote Democrat, his focus on free speech and affordable energy, and a lost decade of economic growth in Albuquerque as his key issues. But Trump's falsehoods about voting machines, even in places he won, are still being shared by Republican activists across the country. This week, Georgia's Republican Party urged the state to scrap its Dominion machines, which were approved in July 2019 by the Republican-run state government. That's right. And Aragon had questions of his own about the technology that recorded Trump's defeat. Quote, you lose an election before it's even run because you didn't pay attention to the machines that were purchased, Aragon said. We have nobody to blame but ourselves. Now, let me stop there just for a second. Have the Dominion Smartmatic voting machines been investigated to this day? The answer is clearly a no. You can't dispute what I'm saying because you can't prove that any of the information on those machines has actually been eval evaluated, either forensically or even in maybe the most elementary ways. So it's an argument that exists in this vacuum of which nobody can really contest because no one's willing to touch any of this information. Until we touch, touch, touch the light, if you will, of the truth of what's involved in those voting machines, it doesn't really matter what we say. I can say one thing, they can say another. Regardless, you have a new president that has now been certified in on December 12th of last year by all 50 states, and Bob's your uncle, and there's your president. You have it to wait until four years, and the battle actually continues on a day-to-day -day basis in a civil yet warlike way as we battle for the places that people will actually vote. There's been nine elections, special elections during the 116th Congress. This election for CD1 will be the first election of the 117th Congress. 
Let's continue. I love that. I love that fact that he quoted me on that. Uh, is, are you allowed to like your own press, uh, uh, Rudy? Is yes. Uh, I wrote you, or I said, you lose an election before it's even run because you didn't pay attention to the machines that were purchased. I'm sort of condemning the Republicans. Because they didn't own up to the fact that, hey, who's who's buying this stuff? Are, are we on board with this? Do we want to do this? Where's this coming from? Who's involved with this stuff? We didn't do that. And I love the fact that we said we had nobody to blame but ourselves. It's not whining. It's blaming ourselves for making the purchase for these machines and getting behind them. The Congressional Leadership Fund, the House GOP's independent campaign arm, has begun buying ads that accuse the Democrats of keeping schools closed to mollify teacher unions. The Republican Main Street Partnership, which intends to spend at least $25 million to help flip the House, argued in a post-election autopsy that it's time to be on the Trump and embrace the Republican governance that gave us the best economy in our lifetime. Now, I'm not so sure that that is any point of clarity. Because it is not the Republican governance that gave us the best economy in our lifetime, as it says. I would argue the point that it's actually Donald Trump's leadership and the trickle-down effect it had on the Republican Party and their ability to win elections. I believe nine elections uh, during the time that he was there. Not to mention flip 11 House seats and uh, unbelievable domination throughout the uh, throughout the country on a number of of statewide elections uh, that actually helped flip uh, the state from 26 or the the country from 2016 to 2020. A three-page National Republican Congressional Committee memo, first reported by Politico, ran through its 2022 targets with no mention of Trump whatsoever. How sad! As we prepare for this year's elections and next year's midterms, Republicans are operating two message machines at once. One response to President Biden's actions and one named at voters still angry about 2020. But Republican voters don't just want the party back in power. They want to fight for Trump. Last fundraising appeals from the National Republican Senatorial Committee this week offered donors a T-shirt portrayed Trump hugging an American flag. Fundraising text from the Republican National Committee, which avoided mentioning Trump for 22 days after the Capitol riots, has fundraised against the quote-unquote impeachment trial scam in nearly every message since. Sarah Chamberlain, the RMSP president was optimistic that Republicans could run campaigns this year and next without Trump getting in their way. Most of the Wow, God, that's almost offensive. How do you feel about that, Rudy? Uh, that is offensive. You without find offensive, Trump right? getting in the way. What does that this even mean? This is the man that changed America the, over the last four years, and he was a Republican, and you think he's in the way? Uh, in the way of what, darling? Most of the Republicans who voted for impeachment, she pointed out, were RMSP, RMSP members, after a wave of criticism, she said the calls for them to go for betraying the former president were dying down. Right now, Trump is not on Twitter. Chamberlain said he would tweet and it would fire up his base, but now it's pretty quiet, so they're doing some healing back home. But Republicans are linking their ambitions to Trump and echoing his view, shared by most of the party's voters, that their election was stolen. Former Ohio Treasurer Josh Mandel, who banned his 2018 Senate bid by echoing Trump's criticism of the quote-unquote rigged system, launched a new campaign this week by attacking an unconstitutional impeachment trial. In an interview with Cleveland's 3 News, Mandel went further, saying that we're going to see studies come out that evidence widespread fraud and that Trump had likely won the 2020 election. With any type of fraud, it usually takes time to investigate in and to dig it out. Uh, he's actually angling right towards my point. Thank you, Josh. It might be months, it might be years, it might be decades, but I think when we look back on this election, we'll see in large part it was stolen from President Trump. In several states, the debate over the 2020 election rules has consumed Republican legislatures. Uh, in Kentucky, a GOP supermajority removed the power of the Secretary of State, a Republican, to change the election laws without consent from the legislature. Although the state ter saw a turnout surge in both the primary and general election, 
conducted under general absentee ballot rules. While Republicans grew their majorities, their effort to prevent a repeat was backed by none other than Senator Rand Paul. It shouldn't be that contentious of an idea to pass a new law that says you can't pass any law without the state legislator voting on it, Paul told the Lexington Herald leader. Good quote. In yep. Pennsylvania, the Republicans are working to break up the state Supreme Court, which repeatedly ruled against Trump's post-election challenges instead of statewide elections. Voters would now pick judges in districts drawn to create a quote-unquote GOP majority. While Governor Tom Wolf, a Democrat, will veto attempts to reverse the state's absentee ballot changes, a ballot measure to break up the courts can proceed without his signature. Quote, unquote, they're counting on low information voters and low turnout, thinking that everyone got their anger out in November, said Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman, a Democrat who launched a Senate bid this month. I'm going to be talking about this nonstop, and Democrats will have to put millions of dollars behind it in messaging. 2020 hangover has affected Democrats, too. Alanda Littman, the founder of the campaign training and recruiting group Run for Something, said that 3,000 people had signed up for the information about running between the 2020 election and the new year. Since January 5th, the sign-up number had doubled. The prize she credited both to Democrats' Georgia runoff wins and to anger Republicans continuing to defend Trump and echo his false election conspiracy theories. They're mentioning Trump in the context of it's Trump's party. It's rotten all the way down, Lipman said. It's grounded in reality. People are seeing that he's not the exception. He's the rule. People who didn't know about Michigan Board of Canvassers four months ago watched them parrot his rhetoric. Democrats who thought some Republicans would move on from the election or from Trump continue to be surprised. Last week, Michigan Senate Majority Leader Mike Shirley, Shirky, excuse me, was filmed was filmed agreeing with conservative activists that some elements of the January 6th riots were staged and that it wasn't Trump people entirely behind the violence. On Wednesday, after Shirky had apologized, the live music recorded him telling Lieutenant Governor Garland Gilchrist that he didn't take back what he said but wished it was clear an investigation would determine who exactly was behind the riots and subject that activists were pushing him on. I don't back off very easily, Shirky told the Democrat. Sometimes I should. A little muddy there at the end. Nonetheless, you should understand that this is about the ballot boxes on the day that the ballots were recorded. In addition to that, and secondary, and not on the periphery, but intrinsic in the actual voter count, has to do with a two-prong approach, right? Those that voted absentee, and those that requested ballots during that time, which were actually expanded from 30 to 45 days, which increased the voter base and also increased the chances for fraud. Now, the chances for those three things actually taking place while you voted at home, without any fraud, the chances of that are zero. We need to only go back to the Democrat Party and look at their contention of the 2000 race, the 2004 race, and the 2016 executive office presidential races to realize that even they would argue for the very point that we're arguing for, but it's a moot point. We have a new president. It's been certified by 50 states. Lights out. Dems the rules. When I reiterate to you that this is our fault, I want to emphasize, double underline, big, bold, italic, this is our fault. Your president, my president, our president from 2016 to 2020, or I should say January 20th, uh, 2017 to 2021, could not have done all of these things that needed to be done. The hubris that consumed the Democrat Party is the very same hubris that consumed the Republican Party in 2021. We became overconfident, zealous in our pursuit that we would absolutely win, 
and that the votes would be counted right was sort of inherent in that calculation. In that calculus, we made the determination that there's no way, no how, based upon the electronica of 27 different states purchasing these new items, the second of which was $55 million purchased by the state of New Mexico, could not be disputed and that it would be okay. All, all is fair and love and war and voting. But that is not what happened. And we will never know the answer. It really is the Tootsie Pop problem, uh, uh, D. Dowd Muska. How many licks does it take to get to the middle of a Tootsie Pop? How many votes were in those ballot boxes, electronic or otherwise? Were the people who cast those votes in those ballot boxes legitimate? Were they verified? And can we contend or dispute, better word, those votes that were cast 45 days in all the way to the day of the election? 550-5500, that's 550-5500. Uh, 632, Dowdy can take a shot at that. Sure. No, I, I, uh, I, I you know, the, the question, the, the absentee worries me the most because I don't understand voting machine software. The process, I mean, you had states where, where paper ballots were being mailed in that represent something like more than 40% of all votes cast when it was when it was such a minor part in previous right. elections. The idea that there wasn't opportunities for not only incompetence but uh, abuse is, is ridiculous. I mean, Dan Butterfield uses that example all the time about why not just check the addresses of how many ballots were mailed to one address to see, right. you know, how many people actually live at that address. So it, it seems to me the Moonbat world, the uh, so-called, uh, well, I mean, mainstream media saying there's no evidence and these people are all loons. If you conducted a thorough investigation, whether it was under the auspices of a state government or a journalistic enterprise, and you could come up with bulletproof evidence that nothing, everything was on the level, wouldn't this just embarrass the Trump forces even more? So why not just do it to help your own cause? But and I think we, that's we, really, uh, you know, what's at hand. When you think about it and you won the election and you deem that it is fair, wouldn't it be incumbent upon you, the winning party, to go back and yep. relook yep. and uh, sort of litigate on your own time and at, le at your leisure uh, what actually happened in those voting, uh, rather than go ahead and impeach a, a man who's no longer president? Yeah. yeah. If I'm choosing the two, you definitely go for the first. Mm -hmm. Let's go ahead and reevaluate what actually happened and make sure that there can be no dispute so that way, you know, you've got a bunch of angry people showing up to the Capitol steps to try and take back the Capitol once again because the onus is actually on the winning party to prevent that from happening so that we trust them to run our government. Win or lose, you must, as a citizen of the United States, you must agree to the final outcome. But it shouldn't feel fraudulent, and unfortunately, it feels very fraudulent, especially with the way that our president was treated for the last four years. Impeachment was spoken about explicitly and without any pushback whatsoever by any of the major uh, uh, media from 20 minutes past uh, his inauguration to uh, Thursday, February 11th at 6.34 p.m. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We have never stopped talking about impeachment. No one person could be that bad. I believe the Democrats are likely referring to Donald Trump at this point as the great Satan, whereas I'm referring to him as the greatest president ever to live in the White House. And that was the very first office he actually ever had been elected to. I think that is more and more surprising. You got to feed the narrative. Um, I don't know. If I, I was speaking to Rudy. I don't know if you caught Tucker last night. Part of that Tucker. narrative, part of that narrative, of course, of the impeachment, and and is that the officer was beaten to death with with fire extinguishers. I mean, Tucker presented some interesting arguments last night that this officer sent a text to his brother after the event 
and said that it was he was okay. The officer's body was cremated very quickly. No, we're not going to have any independent analysis of these alleged injuries. So, so, so no exhuming of the body. You know, right. Tucker, I find very credible. He's got a staff of researchers. Is is was the officer? I think Stick Stickman was it or Stick, something like that. I, I forget. Um, is he become the symbol that George Floyd was six seven months ago? Uh, and then we the, the truth maybe trickles out later on, but by then they've hardened the narrative into something that you can never question because Donald Trump's so evil and he, he launched it. Yeah, and I think the calcification of the story amongst across all media, mm-hmm. uh, which includes radio, TV, and now your conversations of uh, celebrating Kwanzaa or Eid uh, al-Fatir uh, across the country, uh, has now been, uh, I think, forever uh, cemented. I think, is that is that fair? Yeah. I mean, you can't argue with it, and if you are, and I think that's really what's happening. Like, you have a threat worse than what happened to McCarthy back in in, in the day, in the 50s, because now you're looking at anybody who actually voted for Donald Trump, you know, being put up in the firing line, and I'm making a hyperbolic uh, example of this, but you're now sitting at the firing line waiting to get executed. That is not the United States of America. That is China. That is Cuba. Absolutely. That is every communist country that you've ever heard about and never been to. And let me say one thing with regard to communism, if I may. With all due respect to the fact that communism is only good in theory, it'll never work. That comment, which has seemingly forever been in existence and something that you've all repeated and parroted to one another, that is false. Communism is successful when it exists everywhere. And the people who are adop- uh, adopting communism are now your political leaders of your own country here in the United States of America. What's good for what's good for the goose is now good for the gander, and the gander can only have you know 4.2 pieces of toast per week, and 12.5 dollars a week a day. That's what we're looking at right now, yep. and all of this calculus that's being done by Microsoft. Google, Amazon, Apple, Facebook, and now Tesla. How many miles do you drive, sir? You're only allowed to drive 250 miles, but you can drive very fast for the first 0 to 60 in 4.2 seconds. Well, why would I even want to do that? You're only allowed to consume so much electricity. Like, we are being measured so that you can be rationed. And that is inherent into running any good communist country and that's where you're at. This is why I tell you, when we gave our freedom checklist and we tell you to get rid of your yep. browser, yep. get rid of Chrome, all this stuff, you're doing something for you and your family going forward in the future. When you use uh, a VPN and you use your browser and you use uh, Brave, you are now looking at this in a way that's saying, you know what, I want to protect my anonymity on the internet because the internet used to be a wild, wild west, but it no longer is. When I'm telling you to go ahead and unplug on Facebook, I'm telling you to remove your complete and total social network and all of your connections so that way that those can't be tracked. I think that's important. When I'm telling you to get off of Amazon, I'm telling you no longer purchase anything from Amazon no matter how incredibly convenient it is for you, uh, inconvenient it is for you to actually go to the store. Because even with your shopper's card, and I do have one, they're even tracking you. You are the product. You are the control. It's not anti-Trump, impeach Trump. It's impeach you. It's anti-you. Because you, my friends here in the Kiva, all have a value. And you need to understand that you are being controlled because you are ultimately what they're after. Can I add one more item yes, to the sir. Freedom Checklist? Cancel your Disney account. Uh, oh Gina God. Carano lost her job. 
Who did? Or uh, Gina Carano. I guess she was part of the man, uh, on the cast of The Mandalorian, the Star Wars show, uh, available through Disney. Uh, she was let go. Uh, she had a social media post. I think it was a reference to people in Nazi Germany sort of r- ratting out their neighbors, which is what we have now in America, you know, yes. the fake outrage, and then we publicize something. But you don't even need that anymore, because now, I mean, your technology tells on you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, uh, Disney, cancel Disney, ladies and gentlemen. I don't I, have, I don't know Gina Carano. I don't know anything about this, but the fact that she was tweeting out, we are moving toward a Nazi-esque totalitarian, uh, rat out your neighbors uh, environment, uh, that's a noble thing to, to warn people about, and of course, it cost her her job uh, on this program, so loathsome. Pretty sleep well at night, all right, buddy? Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out why people continue to fall for the same thing over and over again. Well, we all did. No, we were all involved in, uh, got all your friendships, got your money, got your shopping, they got your car, you know, they got your Google searches, they got absolutely everything. All right, back tomorrow, 4 p.m., right here in the Kiva.
FM, K229CL93.7 FM, and AM1600 KIVA Albuquerque.